is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show is live on your YouTube machine. Although, big shout out to everybody on the audio podcasts. Uh, massive week on that portion of the program as well. The Monty Show, as always, presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the biznatch. Folks, you never pay The Advocates out of pocket. You never scratch The Advocates a check. Do you understand that? Because The Advocates don't ask you for any upfront money. So there's no consultation fee. There's no retainer. In fact, you can chat with a injury attorney online live right now for free at theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Um, A lot to get to today. This Pac-12 story seems to really be uh, starting to take off right now um, in a wild twist. In a wild twist, and I thought all the shocking, stunning, breaking news storylines on the show were over related to the Pac-12, but apparently that is not the case Um, because in a wild twist now, it, it looks like Oregon State and Washington State are in position to resurrect the Pac-12 brand going forward, and you can spin this into really anything that you want. You can call it, I know a lot of people like to call it a reverse merger. I don't even know what that means. What I know is that the Pac-12 brand is alive because Oregon State and Washington State are in advanced talks with the Mountain West to merge those two conferences with Gloria Navarra as the supposed commissioner of the new Pac-12 because as I am told this morning, the leadership of the Mountain West Conference is not at all opposed to adopting the Pac-12 name. The biggest question here, Jake, is will it be a good thing? Is it a positive move for the current Mountain West to take on the Pac-12 name? Well, I think it's a good move if you can keep the TV relationships. I mean, again, if you were, let's say, able to resurrect the Apple situation or let's say you were able to get CBS Sports Network to expand thereby in a new Pac-12 situation. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that could be potentially really good for a new Mountain West Pac-12 merger. But to me, I think the biggest thing here is who controls it? Because if it's Gloria, you're in a great place. This is someone who's proven that she has the ability to lead a conference and lead it through turmoil. I mean, again, and we're not here to bash San Diego State all day, but that's kind of been the latest issue for the Mountain West, kind of handling that whole situation. So the idea that that conference was led through a tough time, she was able to smooth it out, able to work with her presidents to come to a solution, like that should show you that she has the business acumen and the relationship acumen to handle tough things. So I just think if if the Mountain West schools can bring these two remaining Pac-12 schools in. They can up the TV money. And I, I, it's a long shot long, because long we shot. know that the committee, uh, you know, the, the Power Four conferences are not looking to give a new Pac-12 their automatic qualifier. But if you were somehow able to resurrect that, there's no doubt this would be a good move. But I doubt that happens. So really, this is just a money play. Yeah, I I don't think there's any doubt that that what we've reported on this show is actually in fact true. 
Now, I mean, I think this is largely confirming the things we've told you for the last six weeks. One, again, I was able to confirm today that George Klyovkov is simply pushing paper. He is not involved in this equation at all. He is not involved with Oregon State and Washington State. Uh, he is not forming future plans. All George Klyovkov is doing at this point is facilitating the business of the Pac-12 through this season, nothing going forward. I think that is of significant note. And I think one of the bigger questions is exactly what you brought up, which is what happens to the TV deal. Because the Mountain West has a lot of really good things working for it. Its TV deal is not one of them. Uh, it's a $4 million deal per year per school. Uh, I was told today by multiple sources in the TV industry that a, a reimagined Pac-12 conference that would include Oregon State and Washington State and the current members of the Mountain West does not surpass $10 million a year per school. Um, so how lucrative this this deal is, that that remains to be seen. I am also of the belief that CBS and Fox want to keep that relationship I think CBS very much would like to have more brand on the West Coast. Uh, they already get that through the Big Ten Conference, obviously. But I think they'd like to have more reach. I think there's a ton of, of value below the P5 price tag, if you will, uh, in the Mountain West and the Pac-12. I think there is good reach there. I think they know they can sell it. I think they also know that Oregon State and Washington State joining the Mountain West is not worth 10, 25, 30 million dollars a year. That's just not going to happen per school. Um, so I would, <clears throat> excuse me, temper your expectations on that front. But, but I think it's really interesting that Oregon State and Washington State are the two that are really trying to drive this home. And I think it's wise business. I also think one of the biggest question marks here is Oregon State and Washington State's ability to keep the remaining assets in their pockets. And when I say the remaining assets, the emergency fund, the remaining money in the accounts uh, of the Pac-12, the infrastructure equipment uh, in the Pac-12 because they have a lot of broadcast equipment that's worth a significant amount of money. Uh, there is value in that for the current members. But if the conference lives on, it will be Oregon State and Washington State's position, I am told, that that is their money and that is those are their assets. And I think this is what we saw from Kirk Schultz yesterday talking about how within the week he would have a legal position that would excite Coug Nation. And, Jake, I think that's where this is headed. I think this is a court battle. Yeah, and I think that – you know, guys like Kirk Schultz don't really have another play, you know, and, and, and that's a tough part if you're Kirk Schultz. I mean, again, you you were not in the same position that Oregon State was in terms of PR. Oregon State is viewed as a victim, you know, an institution that really runs their ship tightly and is in a good spot, uh, but just was not in the driver's seat and was not in control and is, is victim of circumstance. But Washington State's a whole different beast because, again, you have an athletic department that is poorly run. Uh, you have a football team that seemingly is already overachieving based on the situation of their school, uh, and yet they are not going to be relevant and not going to make you the kind of money that you need to make because you don't know how to do that. And so your best play, I guess, is to sue and come up with a legal strategy uh, as to why 
you know, you, you I, I don't even know what your angle is, honestly. I, I don't know what angle they're going to try and roll out there. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess you're going to say that, you know, someone operated, uh, you know, below bar or something. I don't know. But the point really no, is. No, I, I, I think what the, the legal question here is, the current members of the Pac-12, do they have rights to the emergency funds? Because if they leave the Pac-12, which they all are, 10 of them are gone. Mm -hmm. If these 10 universities leave the Pac-12, but the Pac-12 survives, does that money go into the pockets of Washington State and Oregon State? What happens to the broadcast assets, the equipment, uh, the trucks, the infrastructure that is worth a significant amount of money? What happens to the, to the Pac-12 networks? What happens to all of that stuff that you have spent hundreds of millions of dollars on, I would believe that Oregon State and Washington State want that to be theirs. And I believe they want those assets to remain with the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 would move on while all of these other 10 schools move on to other conferences. Is that accurate? I don't know. This is not the same Pac-12. But then again, isn't that why Oregon State and Washington State want to fight so hard to keep the name? Yeah, and I, and I and I think that there's there's value in keeping the name, but but again, it all depends on yeah, like details like that. I mean, this is this is no different than, you know, handling, you know, a trust or a will or whatever. Like something's happened and now you have all this value sitting here and you have to figure out what goes where. And yes. I think that's a really tough proposition, especially when you consider the fact that it's not like Oregon State and Washington State are related in their family. I mean, the only relation they have is that they shared a conference. It's not like they're connected in any way outside of that bridge so so to me you know if i was advising oregon state specifically i would tell them to be selfish and and find their best possible footing in either the mountain west or some sort of merger but i don't like the fact that kirk schultz is the one sort of trumpeting this new legal strategy because again it you have to understand that the way people look at you when you roll out a new legal strategy is super important you know, if Gloria Navarez were going to roll out a new legal strategy, we'd be sitting here being like, damn, like this has traction, like she's credible, like this is serious. But because it's Kirk Schultz, you, you start to question, okay, well, you know, what exactly are they trying to get after? Because you can kind of understand, okay, trucks and TV assets and emergency funds and there's stuff here. But that doesn't really define what he's trying to get after for his school. It's much, in my mind, it's very similar to, hey, the Pac-12 needed a TV deal. You'd have thought they'd ask ESPN for even 30 mil per school. But no, we went up to 50. That's what I think is is tricky. That's what I think makes the slope kind of slippery here. We, I, I, I don't trust Kirk Schultz to come up with a reasonable mm -hmm. expectation, a reasonable game plan. Well, and, and again, I don't know why you would. I think Kirk Schultz has proven to be a, a, a terrible uh, athletic administrator. I mean, I, I, I think that there are a lot of issues here, man. There are a lot of issues that I don't know that we have the answers to. I think when you look at um, the potential for teams to get into the college football playoff this year, uh, you look at the potential of teams to get into the NCAA tournament this year. What happens to those distributions? Those are conference level distributions. Uh, I think on the flip side of that, who's who's going to be responsible th for the the dollar values that are assigned to Comcast? 
who's going to be responsible for the Holiday Bowl uh, and their lawsuit against the Pac-12 and, and UCLA. I, I am told and have been told for months since all these stories have come out that the people that were under contract at the time of the breach of the contract are responsible. That would be the 12 members currently in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. But does that apply to the Rainy Day Fund, the equipment, the infrastructure, all these things we're talking about? That's why the brand is so critically important to Washington State and Oregon State. Because if they just pick up and join the Mountain West, that's a very different dynamic. And I know a lot of people on this show have questioned, you know, my sanity about why I've said it's it's not a it is not a slam dunk that it's just gonna be Oregon State and Washington State putting MWC on their uniforms and football fields. Because I don't think it's a slam dunk. I think that costs them a lot of money. And those are athletic departments that have bills to pay and boosters to answer to. And I don't think that I just don't think that they can do it that easily. No, I, I think it's complex. No, and I, and I think that you know once again, the, the this is the side effect. This is the shockwave of realignment. I mean, you're 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 having to deal with all these different dynamics. And again, I I also maintain that good business people here see an opportunity, which yes. is which is hey. We may very well be able to revive the brand, but it's just not going to be. It's not going to be the same as it was. It's not going to be a Power Five conference. It's going to be a Group of Five. Is it's not it gonna worth be like, reviving? Well, is the Pac-12 brand worth the fight? Well, I mean, I, I I don't know that it's the brand that we knew is worth the fight, but I think the TV money is worth the fight. I mean, again, you're talking about whether you're a current Mountain West member or you're Oregon and Washington State. You're talking about you know. Probably if you were just to join the Mountain West Conference, what, getting, you know, what, $8 million maybe a school? You yeah. know, probably something like that. I mean, obviously, if you're going to add schools, you got to renegotiate your TV deal. So you'd probably get to eight. But if you can keep the Pac-12 brand alive and you can make some good decisions, then, yeah, I, I, like you said earlier, like, hey, maybe you can get 10. And then maybe you can work something with the assets and X, Y, and Z. And you, go to, you wind up going down the list. And you can make some more money. But I don't think we're sitting here saying, man, dude, it, like as an example, if the SEC were to die one day, man, this this brand is worth fighting for. We've done some incredible things. Like, that's not the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is a very different brand, a very different conference. So, yeah, for these schools, is it worth reviving? Yes, but not because of the brand, just because of the money. I think that Oregon State and Washington State need to focus – on winning because that's your quickest ticket to money. And it when you look at the Mountain West Conference, let, let's say this merger happens, you're taking at, at minimum a 60% pay cut mm -hmm. if you are Washington State and Oregon State at a minimum because I don't think they're getting anywhere near $10 million per school in the Mountain West. I don't. Um, the idea that, you know, I, I a ton of people tweeting at me today about, how they would take from the AAC and take from the Mountain West. That's not happening. Yeah. That's not happening. This is a very focused, narrow conversation between the Mountain West and Oregon State and Washington State. We are going to do business together. I am told, anyways, that they have pretty much said, yeah, we'd like to do business together. What does that path forward look like? And the path forward currently looks like, hey, let's bring the Mountain West under the Pac-12 umbrella and we all make more money that's not included in the money that's here now because you guys aren't getting any of that. Right. And I think that's a major sticking point for schools like Boise State 
who are putting a ton of money, millions and millions, into new facilities, and all of a sudden they're just going to walk away from uh, you know, a helping hand that they gave to two schools, and they're not supposed to share in that wealth. Man, I find that very difficult to believe. Well, yeah, I mean, the Mountain West schools have the ability to say, hey, like we can provide you uh, a path to the playoff. We can provide you a path to more money at a minimum. I mean, just more money, generally speaking. And and I think that's the, you know, that's both the hammer and the leverage play for the Pac-12, right? Yes, it on, is. Because on one hand, the Mountain West is going to say, hey, without us, you're not doing anything. Right, you're not you're you're not going to a playoff. You're not having access to more money. You're not you're not doing much. But without you guys, we don't really have a team that is even good enough to get to the playoff. So ultimately, as usual in college football, what's better for everyone involved is pretty much better for the bigger picture, right? If they can find a way to come together, they will make more money. And Mountain West schools, to your point, need to make more money. Boise State isn't the only one who's worried about, you know, facility renovations. I would remind you that Cal still has a massive debt load on top of their head. So Yeah, I, I don't know what the answer to it is. I think if I were the Mountain West, I would want I would want part of the the, the cash pot mm-hmm. that's gonna be sitting there waiting for Oregon State and, and Washington State. Yeah. I, I'm I'm throwing you a lifeline. Yeah. You are you are drowning in the ocean. Hop on our cruise ship. I'm going to throw you a lifeline, but we're going to have to take some of that money to do it. Well, and I think that's the cost of survival. Again, it's the cost of being putting yourself in this position. You wouldn't have to be having this conversation if you had run a better conference, but yet here we are. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. I just I think it's a very it's a very delicate thing. I I'm curious what you all think in the comments section. I see all of your comments. Uh, we are already in 19 minutes, well over 500 comments. I appreciate that very much. Um, what do you guys think? Does the Pac-12 still have value? Um, for the record, I see a lot of people asking about ESPN in the comments. I think ESPN would have absolutely have interest in a reinvented Pac-12 conference that did not include George Klyovkov. Yeah. I think they would absolutely have interest in doing something you're going to have to do something that includes Fox and CBS Sports mm-hmm. because they they are your current partners. And anytime you change the structure of your your conference, you open up your TV deal. So there's going to have to be conversations around that, but we'll we'll certainly see and I I think it's it's just a matter of time. And every day at this time, we tell you that Bucked Up Energy is the official energy drink of the Monty show. And we're getting crazy today. You guys know that every day I tell you that it is watermelon. Well, a certain somebody over here didn't tell me we were out of watermelon buckshot today. Bet you weren't expecting this one. The irresponsible millennials on the show. The people that are in charge with serving their masters on the program. What? Did a terrible... That's probably probably too, too much saying that you're responsible for serving... Well, I am your man, but what, so you guys know what I'm saying. Um, I'm in the blue Raz can today, a buckshot. It's 200 milligrams of caffeine, uh, a bunch of brain food that just helps you process things better, helps you think better. You got one of those lingering headaches. You know, one of those days where you just have a headache for most of the day, pop a buckshot, that goes away. <sighs> I do love me some blue Raz. 
I do. It, I, I, I'm a huge watermelon guy. The blue Raz is not bad yep. at all. That's what I like about bucked up. Whether it's buckshot, whether it's bucked up energy, pre-workouts, proteins, um, you know, collagen peptides, you name it. They make products with quality ingredients that do exactly what they say they're going to do. They make you feel better. They make you train better. They help you lose weight. I tell you guys all the time, the Buck Bar from Bucked Up has been a huge part of my weight loss. And I'm telling you, go get it now, buckedup.com. Use the promo code MATI20 to get 20% off at checkout. I did check before the show. They are not sold out of Buckshot. They still have watermelon and I think blood raz on the site at buckedup.com. So it is not too late. Hook it up or get the free sampler pack of Buck Bars in the description below. Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Mount, Monty, Mountie Show. The Mountain Show. The Monty Program. T. Higgins is a badass is first on the Mountie Program. Mountie. Mount up, boy. Uh, T. Higgins is a badass. Keep the pack together. Name Gloria Commissioner. Washington State, Oregon State, Boise, Fresno, San Diego. San Diego. Air Force, not Tulane in Memphis. Not a bad foundation. I don't see where you get Tulane in Memphis. Yeah, why are we talking about Tulane in Memphis? I don't know. That is not a possibility. No. That is, if you're Tulane in Memphis, this is the ACC thing, right? And the travel is just gut-busting. It is so expensive in human cost and in actual cost to travel that far. If you're Memphis, are you really going all the way out to the West Coast, the Rocky Mountains, probably half the season at a minimum? No, nah, I don't think you are. Not not for less money than you're making in the AAC. Yeah. I don't know why you would do that, T. That's the this idea, I understand why people want a coast-to-coast conference. I understand why people believe that the Mountain West and the AAC should merge and take Oregon State and Washington. I saw that on Twitter today. No, they should not. I understand it. You think bigger is better. That's, what, 30 teams? It's too much. It, 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 30 small market teams. Yeah. You're asking for trouble, man. You are asking to be bankrupt. I just, I, I don't see how it works. Hero 75 for $10. Not sure if it's true. Oh, boy. Here we go. Heard the NCAA yearly payout for playoffs stays in the pack. Well, they haven't been to the playoff in a minute. So for the next couple of years, Oregon State and Washington State have total access to all payments. The NCAA has yet to pay. There is, I don't believe there is payment that's yet to be paid. I could be wrong. I mean, you're talking about NCAA tournament money, I think. Um, and yeah, if the conference lives on, yeah, that money stays in the conference. Absolutely, it stays in the conference. So I'd have to go back and check, but I don't think there's deep. UCLA obviously has made some runs. I have to go back and check, but there's tournament money there, I know. There's not, there's not college football playoff money. Uh, JC for $2. Nah, F Wazoo. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Mountain West should run or draw the line. That's crazy. Why would the Mountain West not want to add Oregon State and Washington State? 
Why would you not want to do that? I mean, I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, B, member for five months, B. Let's go, baby. Let's go, B. Appreciate you. Uh, is Apple still interested in the Pac-12's content? I don't believe they are. But I think the bigger question is, uh, if if you are Boise State, what is your value to Apple? All these numbers, did you guys see the messy numbers that came out? Messi joins Inter-Miami uh, Inter in MLS. They pick up 110,000 new subscribers in that month. I'm for real. And they're still south. They have not gotten to a million paid subscribers. In fact, they're not close. By most estimates, when you take out T-Mobile and you take out season ticket holders and you take out promotions, they're at 600,000 paid subscribers only after Messi joined. Um... So is Boise State one of those things where Apple's like, oh, man, dude, bro, Tim Cook, CEO at Apple. Hey, Timmy, uh, we got to get Boise. That's the game changer for. Yeah. You look at the brands in the Mountain West. Does Fresno State do that? Does UNLV do that? Does Nevada do that? Does, Does Tulane do that? Does Memphis do that? They don't. I don't think they do. So I haven't heard specifically that Apple is not or would not be interested in a new Mountain West. I just don't, from from my perspective and the conversations I've had, I don't believe that's the route that a new Pac-12 Mountain West would go. Yeah, well, and I think you already have existing relationships. That's the thing. Like, remember, the Pac-12 TV deal negotiation process didn't have really existing relationships. You were sort of trying to build a brand new grant of rights off of a fresh conversation with ESPN and obviously the major names. And and because you were bad at what you did, most people didn't want to talk to you. So Apple really is only interested in something that they feel can really, you know, push paid, you know, subscribing supporters. And the problem is, is that you've lost all the brands that would do that for you. You know, you've lost Oregon, you've lost Washington, you lost all these big time name plates. And so for Apple, it doesn't make a lot of sense anymore. The ROI is not there. Not at all. And I I think if you are, if you are, and if you are, I I mean, if you're CBS, that's, you already have an audience built in. Wazoo and, and Oregon State only add to that. If you're if you're Fo- FS1, if you're Fox on occasion, an audience is built in. They're trained to be there. Washington State and Oregon State add to that. If you're Apple, you have to regenerate and rebuild an entire audience in, in a subscriber base at that. I think that's very difficult. And I think a lot of people, one of the, the conversations I've had recently with a TV source is that there's renewed effort and energy to get into business with ESPN because of their direct-to-consumer model. And I don't think there's any doubt we're seeing that play out in this Spectrum Charter thing. Mm-hmm. Because the thing that ESPN provides you with direct-to-consumer is everybody's got a smartphone. And right now, is, is it easy to find Mountain West anything on a smartphone? <coughs> no. Not really. You have to go looking for it. Yeah. 
And if you are the SEC, you don't have to go looking for the SEC. You're on the ESPN app or ESPN's direct-to-consumer platform that's coming. Or A lot of people have real interest in that. And I think the Mountain West would be wise for that. Hey, real quick, thanks to Eric who DM'd me to say that they restocked every flavor of Buckshot on the, uh, on the Bucked Up website. Yeah! And they lowered the price to $29.95 for uh, a box of Buckshot. And then you use the promo code MONTY20. Um, so if you, let's just say you go Blue Raz, right? You add that to your cart. And then you go in, you go and check out and you, you say, okay, well, what's the promo code get me? Well, if you use the promo code Monty, you're getting a $6 savings on one box. You're getting, you are getting buckshot for $24.95 at, at buckedup.com. So I appreciate the DMs, everybody looking out. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm actually while we're sitting here, I'm gonna I'm gonna put an order in because apparently, dude, I don't, I don't know. Unbeknownst why you to keep the pimp over here, unbeknownst I mean, to the pimp, we know. are uh, apparently out of. I've been a rich man and I have been a poor man. We're apparently out of buckshot in the studio, which is I mean, it's really it's really. Are you a watermelon guy? Like where are yeah, you? Yeah, watermelon for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I am. A, we are I mean, apparently I appreciate out. you considering me in your decision here. I mean, that's. I'm not you know. really. If we're being honest, I'm not really. I'm just a cold-hearted SOB. Uh, let's keep rolling with your comments on this new Pac-12 way of living. Uh, that's what it is. JC for two more dollars. Mountain West needs to man up and say no to the Pac-2. Why? Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Yeah. What? What sense does? Does that make? I'm, I'm a little confused about this. I need to. I need to understand this. Yeah, I mean, can someone explain to me why, if you're the Mountain West, a Group of Five conference, why you wouldn't, what, why you wouldn't want to add to formerly Power Five schools? I don't why? know why you wouldn't want to do uh, that. Are, are are we confused about the concept of Oregon State having an actual legitimate chance to get into the college football playoff next year when it's expanded? Right. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know why you wouldn't do that. You know, like I, I just, I think you're being jaded. I, I don't know if you have an ax to grind. I mean, we perhaps. agree. We agree. Like you guys all agree that Oregon State has a legitimate path to the college football playoff in its expanded form. Yeah. Right? Like right. we all understand that, hey, they're no longer in a Pac-12 conference that's loaded with some of the best teams in the country. They're in a conference. And again, I know hey, going to the Mountain West could impact recruiting, will impact recruiting. Yep. Like, sure, they're going to take a bit of a hit. But you can't tell me they're going to go from a 10-win team to a one-win team. That's not going to happen. Yeah. And, and and to me, you know, the, the Mountain West is no longer just some cakewalk for San Diego State on the football field, right? Now, now we're talking about... Hey, the Mountain West potentially uh, is going to be a three-team conference between San Diego State, Washington State, and Oregon State. And then everyone else is following along. And Boise State, obviously, is going to have something to say. But, you know, if they were to add these two schools, I just think – I just don't know how you aren't advocating for this. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think you're crazy. If you're looking past this, I think you're crazy. By the way, I just bought five boxes of Buckshot. And, yes, and yes, yes. I saved $42.53. Wow. I bought a bunch of Buckshot. 
So I got that's five. a legitimate savings. Yeah, dude. it is. It's huge. I got I got uh, what is that? Six, four, five, six, seven boxes. Stay hard. That's that's legit. Promo code Monty twenty uh, saved me forty two dollars and fifty three cents. You're welcome. Please have at it. Do it. Hit it. That's what I'm saying. Hello, Billy. Uh, if they stay the pack, wouldn't they continue getting payments for bowls and tournaments for two years? I, I, I don't. I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know all the exact details and what the pro rata they deserve is. <laughs> See what he did there. So that was a that was a reference to when some you know foolish president at a school located in San Diego, not to be named, not to be named. She who shall not be named. Uh, went out on a limb and said she and her team of folks deserved a pro rata. So that was kind of a, a joke there. We're golfing in uh, Anaheim on Sunday morning. <laughs> and this is on my Instagram, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T by The Monty Show. And Jake, we're, we're standing on this raised tee box, this beautiful raised tee box. And Jake's about to hit this drive, and he's like, let me see if I can get us the pro rata we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> It is one of the funniest things that I, I have not laughed like that playing golf in a while. Mark Stone, a member for a month. Mark hey, Stone. Stoney. Let's go. Appreciate everybody in the membership. Hey, guys, love you, and let's get hard, right, Monty? Okay, it's not. Stay hard. Dude, bro, okay, if you're going to reference drops, and I love you, Stoney. Get hard. It's not get hard. It's stay hard, okay? Stay hard. Like, you know, we have to make sure it's the little details, okay? That you is, gotta get stroked. Yeah, that you're is combining look, stay hard and get stroked. We can't do that. We can't do that. This stay hard. That's David Goggins. You gotta get stroked. And that's Brooks Kepka. Yeah. Very different. Stay hard. You gotta get stroked. David Goggins, his big his big phrase at the end of all his videos is Stay hard. So But I, I love you, dude. Appreciate Thank you. you, Mark. Yeah. I don't get I don't do that with other dudes, but you know I don't do that's that up to you. with other dudes. I'm so bricked up right now. That's up to you, man. Uh Hero seventy five. Sorry, I should have been clear. I meant if a pack team makes the playoff this year, the payments stay with the pack for the next couple of years, correct? Oh well yeah. I mean if you made correct. it this year, but I think that you know, that's a really interesting proposition because I, I think that's you know, you've only got really two teams. I mean, maybe three. Like, if you want to go USC, Washington, and Utah. I mean, Oregon, I guess. But we got to see if Bo Nix is that guy or not this year. You know? But those three, I feel like, are your most reliable opportunities. Yeah. No no question about it. And I think as we sit here and talk about Pac-12, Mountain West, merger extravaganza, you know, we'll we'll see what that what, – how all that plays out. T. Higgins is a badass – Bless the state, only Mountain West, I would get Apple TV 4. Well, there's that. There is that for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, Jeff Woodworth. Uh, only soccer I watch is Ted Lasso. Never seen it. <laughs> uh, Arizona Sun Salad, direct to consumers, death of all cable companies. Yes, it is. Yep. And you look at what happened today at ESPN. Pat McAfee moved his show to ESPN today. Today was day one. And I think it is, this whole conversation, it is the exact same question. The exact same question. What is sports like for you? Not for me, not for Jake, not for two holes. Right. For you. What is your sports watching experience? 
I am somebody that every day I live this show for 12 hours. All we do is sit around here, talk about sports, play golf, watch guys talk about sports. Like we live it. When I'm a sports fan, I'm watching Pat McAfee's show. When I'm a sports fan, I'm watching the NFL kickoff tonight on NBC at, at, at you know, 820 Eastern. Mm-hmm. I'm playing prize picks in baseball. Like my sports life is very similar to yours. But you look at this direct-to-consumer thing that ESPN is doing, and you look at the battle that ESPN currently has with you know, Charter and Spectrum, there's no win here for Charter and Spectrum. There's just not. Their consumer is pissed. There, there's, there's just no two ways about that. And the hardest part for cable companies is they're becoming less and less necessary to the American consumer. Because so many of us cut the cord. I'm a YouTube TV guy. I'm getting my Sunday ticket on YouTube TV. So when we talk about places like the Mountain West and this Pac-12 thing, they have to find a way to be relevant on people's phones. That's ESPN. So you don't have to love ESPN. And I know a lot of you do not. You don't have to love it at all. But when you want sports talk and Pat McAfee's on ESPN, where are you going to go? You're going to ESPN. That's, that is as simple as I, as I think it is in the way that we, we do business. So this comment right here about the death of cable companies, I think that's exactly right. I, I, and I furthermore, I look at the, the pro sports rights deals that are being done right now, this Diamond Sports Group failure that has happened where you're looking at the Arizona Diamondbacks going back to Major League Baseball because – Diamond Sports Group just could not make those payments or chose not to. You look at the Las Vegas Golden Knights deal that that Script Sports basically broke the details on this show when Brian Lawler, the president of Script Sports, came on and he talked about the fact that, hey, yeah, you know, um, we're going to do the sales and the marketing for the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And we're going to have them on Scripps Ion stations in Nevada, Utah, and Idaho. That's how TV deals are going to get done. Yeah. And you look at Matt Ishbia, the new owner of the Phoenix Suns, trying to take it local in Utah. You look at the owner of the Utah Jazz. What's he doing with his TV rights? He went back to local TV. There's no more regional sports networks. Y'all remember Fox Sports Chicago, Fox Sports Your Mom. Like, yeah, those largely don't exist anymore. There's some NBC Sports Bay areas floating around out there, but in 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 the the grand scheme of things, things are shrinking back to how can I get to the most people, and how can I get those people to combine with my my corporate sponsors? It's the bottom line. It's the most basic equation. In all of sales, how am I going to take my, my clients and connect them with consumers? That's what we're doing. And we're in sports talk, but we're actually a sales company that happens to do sports talk. Mm -hmm. The Las Vegas Golden Knights are a sales company that sells hockey. They're not a hockey organization who also has a sales entity. They're a sales entity that sells hockey. Yeah. And don't get that twisted in the NBA, major league baseball, the NFL, they're all sales company that sell their sport. And you look at this to direct-to-consumer thing, you're 
Got darn right. That's the death of cable companies. Absolutely. No doubt. OG Gary, how are you, my guy? SEC ain't hard to find. Hell no, it's not. No, it's not. Turn on any channel. Flip on anything on your phone. Somebody's talking about Nick Saban. We're going to talk about our guy Dabo Sweeney. ACC, ACC talk lately has not been hard to find. Pac-12 talk, mm. been hard to find. Unless you're the 7 million people that watched Prime the other day. <laughs> right? Yep. That's called value. Do Big you time. believe? Uh, I do believe. I do believe. Raider Mark, YouTube TV was awesome on my iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> Your iPhone, I love the quad box. I love it. That four-pack? Yep. Sunday ticket's going to be legit. It is absolutely going to be legit. Now, for part of Sunday ticket, of course, I'll be up in Park City playing golf at Canyons Golf. Right. But Sunday ticket's going to be legit. Yeah, but again, YouTube TV on my phone while I play golf. Yes, exactly right. Conference Commissioner Gumby, SEC ain't hard to find. Just go to the southeast. See Get on a plane and tell them to fly southeast. Well, it depends on if you tell them to fly southeast from the southeast, you're probably not going to land up in the southeast. Yeah. That's advice from Uncle Monty to you, okay? Like, I'm just, uh, I'm over here trying to help you out, kid. Right, right. You know. I should probably move on. Mike Smith, I doubt they go, uh, they do direct to consumer. Oh, they're doing it. Oh, they're doing it. There's no question. Cord cable is the old thing now. The new thing is YouTube TV, Fubo, Hulu Live. It's basically cable bundle on intertubes. But here's the problem. None of them have ESPN. Yeah. Like YouTube TV is a little different. It's Google. Google owns YouTube TV. Yep. Owns YouTube. Like if you search for Pac-12 expansion or ACC expansion or Big 12 expansion on Google – you're going to get the Monty show. We kill SEO, YouTube, and Google. That's how the world goes around. Yep. The thing with YouTube TV and ESPN is ESPN gets a $25 check every time somebody signs up for YouTube TV. <laughs> Excellent strategy, sir. Whether they ever turn on ESPN or not, ESPN gets $25. Yep. That's, that's leverage. And that's every single day in this country, people are signing up for YouTube TV. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So the direct-to-consumer model is not if. As Bob Iger, the, the boss at Disney, said, it's not if. It's when. And this fight with Charter and Spectrum, where, and I don't know how many of you know this, I'm sure you do, Charter and Spectrum currently do not carry ESPN, ABC, Disney, none of the Disney products. What are they fighting over? Are they fighting over carriage rights for Disney Disney Channel for ABC? No. You know what they're fighting over? Streaming. And the fact that Spectrum and Charter want to bundle ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu Live and sell it to Charter Spectrum customers and ESPN would get none of that money. So ESPN said, nah, bro, can't do that. Sorry. So they're in a standoff. Yeah. Who's going to win that standoff? ESPN. Is winning that standoff. Because what's going to happen Monday night for Charter Spectrum customers? They're not going to have Monday night football. Um. You think that doesn't matter? You think they're there? So let me get this right. All weekend long, you're not going to have college football on ESPN. 
And if I have to remind you of what the games are, yeah, let me remind you of what the games are. Oh, it's just a you know, you know, afternoon game. Nobody like, I don't know, Notre Dame on ABC. Notre Dame, our mother. Uh, Utah Baylor, ESPN. You know. Uh, Ball State, Georgia. Is Georgia any good or important? Yeah, they're on uh, the SEC network, which is owned by ESPN. Oh. Uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, how about uh, our, our that little uh, itty-bitty Old Miss Tulane game? Mm. Not going to be on TV. Texas A&M in Miami, not going to be on TV. Austin P in Tennessee, not going to be on TV. I, I mean, the list, you guys, the list is endless. Oklahoma and SMU, not going to be on TV. Oh, by the way, there's also that game. I know these are two nobodies, and there's not anybody on earth who wants to watch Alabama and Texas. Five o'clock ESPN. Uh, that game won't be on charter mm. or spectrum. Yeah, boy, that's a bummer. Ow. And the list just goes on and on and on. Wisco and Washington to state. Me, ESPN's got the hammer, dude. Like it, it just is that simple. And that's just the top 25 games in the country. Forget the regional stuff that you want to watch. Cause they're your team. So they'll be pissed off. Then we'll get to Sunday, and you'll have no Sunday NFL countdown. Oh, right. You'll have no Scott Van Pelt. You'll have no Sports Center. You'll have no NFL Live. Then we're going <laughs> to get to Monday, and you'll have no NFL reaction. You will have no Pat McAfee show. You will have none of that. And then we're going to get to Monday night, and you'll have no Monday night countdown. Which is going to lead you to go to YouTube TV, in which case ESPN gets paid anyway. So why is it exactly that ESPN would give in anything that Spectrum wants? And I, Listen, I understand it. I understand it. I know people are frustrated about it, but that's the reality of the TV game. And I know that most people, I obsess over it. I know most people don't give a damn about that. The bottom line is... It's going to go directly to us. ESPN is going to cut out every cable and satellite company and serve ESPN and all of the ESPN family and networks directly to your phone, tablet, computer, and TV. They're going to cut all those people out. Keep it real. And if you're like us, where do we watch ESPN now? I watch it on an app, on a TV. Or I watch it on YouTube TV, depending on what I want to watch and how I want to watch it. First round of major golf, it's on ESPN+. Plus. Always on ESPN+. Typically Plus. 10 a.m. So it this is not a small thing. And yeah. I know a lot of people think it's a small thing. It's not. And, and listen, for all the people today who I heard on various shows, we listen to we listen to Rome today, Pat's show, obviously. We listen to Feinbaum. We had all kinds of people calling into these shows today. Saying things like, man, these, 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 you know, TV companies, Spectrum and ESPN and, you know, all these people have got all kinds of money, more money than I think the, the reserve, someone said. The Federal the Reserve. The Federal Reserve. They need to figure it out. Well, no, it's not they need to figure it out. No, Spectrum needs to figure it out because ESPN's got this thing figured out. Yeah, it is a well-oiled machine. I would agree. Uh, a couple, uh, couple more comments right before football at 50. Mark Stone, you have to get hard to stay hard. Stay hard. Come on, man. <laughs> dude, rock solid, baby. I'm with you, dude. 
Mark Stone. I like me some Paige Speronic. Stay hard. Ain't no reset. I don't know that I do. Are you a Paige fan? I mean, she's a good-looking girl, but she the way she markets herself has it's a too high much. burnout factor. It, 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 uh, it's too much. It's too much. Mark Stone again. Mark, every time I say your name. Stay hard. Uh, I used to have YouTube TV but got Hulu because YouTube didn't have channels that Hulu does. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Mark. I've never interacted with Hulu at all. Yeah. On any level, any platform, I've never seen it. Now, my nieces, I believe uh, my nieces have it. Mm-hmm. I don't have it. So I, I don't. I love YouTube TV. What channels does Hulu have that YouTube doesn't? I'd be I'm curious about that. That's what, a great what, question. Yeah, like, channels? what did you get, Mark Stone? Stay hard. That from Hulu, <laughs> that you didn't get from YouTube TV, Mark Stone. Stay hard. I'm just curious. I'll move on. I should I should grow up. I I I probably I, you know. I'm a child. I don't even, you guys, yes, I don't even. Did. Yes, I yes, am. Yes, you did. I, I don't even try to hide the fact. My wife understands she she is raising a child. Right. And, and, and stuff. And that is me, which is why we go to football 50 presented by our good friends at Triday Trading. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty presents all the biggest stories in football every hour. 10 to the hour. Get your $10 charitable donation it's a tax write-off, you guys. It's a business expense. Get your free 30-day trial membership for a tax write-off and a business expense. If I said you I could show you your future for 10 bucks, would you do it? Hell yeah, you would. So go get it right now. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Day 12 versus Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The Lions Chiefs tonight, 820 NBC. Chiefs are minus four and a half. The overs 53. Travis Kelsey unlikely to play for the chefs tonight with a knee injury that is a bone bruise. I can tell you I have had a bone bruise in my knee. I don't have an ACL in my left knee. I get a bone bruise occasionally. It is uncomfortable. I cannot imagine playing tight end in the NFL with a bone bruise. I can't see him playing. Do you think he plays? Uh, I could see him playing in a limited fashion. I don't think he's a full go, but there are a lot of people saying really? that, that Travis Kelsey, even though he is listed as a as unlikely, could is still going to suit it up and try. And and that wouldn't surprise me. That's very on brand for Travis Kelsey, you know. Um, but I I don't see any way that this guy's going full snaps tonight. I mean. I, I could see him, you know, again, quarter quarter of the reps he usually gets maybe or like a light workload or something. But I think it really depends on the game that's played here because, again, the last time Patty Ice and, and Jared Goff matched up, we got a barn burner, dude. We got a high That was that 50-point Yeah, that 50-point when Jared Goff was with the Rams and, you know, oh, Super there it Jared is. Goff. Oh, what do we got? Oh, Ian Rappaport. Ian Rappaport. Of the NFL Network, NFL Media God, Ian Rappaport is saying that uh, Travis Kelsey, bye-bye. No. Travis Kelsey is out. So he's not going to play. According to Ian Rappaport six minutes ago, Travis Kelsey out tonight. He may give it another try before kickoff. Either way, the bone bruise should not keep him out long term. Yeah. Yeah. Hottest because we have a major prize picks wager on this tonight mm-hmm. right like we uh, we have i i have pat 
Patty Mahomes in, in 30 minutes. We'll do our prize picks on this game. But we have we have the Chiefs all over it in prize picks. Yeah. And I did my prize picks based on Travis Kelsey not playing tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Does this change your pick in this game? Because I think when you look at Travis Kelsey being out tonight, and the line is minus four and a half, and the over is 53. I think that Lions defense is going to be probably be a little better than the Chefs defense. Mm-hmm. I'm take. I think I've got to take the Lions outright in this game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's still tough for me, just because I, I think it's at Arrowhead, like your your week one. Like if I'm if I'm gonna sit here and be like, hey, who do you think is gonna be better week one? Uh, okay, where are we playing the game and who's playing the game? I I, I am not gonna bet against Patrick Mahomes uh, at Arrowhead, even without Travis Kelsey. I I think that they can still find a way to get it done, but I think also that this game is an awesome measuring stick for what this team's gonna be in the future, because yes. again. You know, yes. you're talking about a regression on your roster. You know, obviously, you know, Tyreek left last year and like you've been losing some guys. So other guys need to step up. And, yeah, and I would and, love to see the Chiefs. Who is it? Dude. Who's who going to step up? I would love to see the Chiefs run the football more tonight. Jarek, you shut your mouth. Jarek, 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 Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> Jarek McKinnon's number on receptions tonight is two and a half. Yeah, he's got that all day. I took the more on prize picks. Yeah, Because I think Jarek McKinnon's the guy that fills that void. He, he, he was a major part of the Patty Ice passing game last year. Yep. And now that you know Travis Kelsey is out, Jarek McKinnon's got to play a larger role. Uh, I think also Patrick Mahomes, you've got you to play him light. I think you have to think he's going to be under 300 yards. I And... I really wonder. I, I think the Lions can win this game. So oh, they certainly can win the game. I just don't think they will. I think it will be a much closer game. But again, I, I, I it, it is bad business to bet against Patty Mahomes at home. Yep. Just generally speaking. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how all of this plays out. Uh, so again, um, Ian Rappaport, NFL Network insider, reporting that Travis Kelsey is out tonight against the Lions. That is a big one. That is a big one. So stoked about that. Uh, I am not stoked about the Vikings and Justin Jefferson. This one I don't understand. Now, Justin Jefferson, we've argued about it on the show. I think he's the best receiver in the NFL. Mm -hmm. If I could pick one, I would likely pick Justin Jefferson. I think he's that good. But somebody's got to explain to me how the Vikings are slow playing an extension. And I understand it's an early extension. Yes, I totally get that. But this cat's legit. He's minted a superstar. He's saying all the right things. He's not talking about holdouts or any of that BS. Yeah. But how can you not feel disrespected that they're slow playing you on an extension? I just don't understand it nowadays in the NFL. I I get the concept of team control. Hey, you know, a lot of times people don't talk about this with contract negotiations. Teams don't want to pay you today because they want to extend that team, that that window of control they have over you, right? So if they sign you today, that's, you know, what, 600 days less control that they have, and they're paying you. Yes. So the Vikings, whether it is they don't want to pay you the money or they want to extend that window, 
Either way, it's silly. You need to lock this guy up. Again, the question has never been whether Justin Jefferson is a stud. The guy is an absolute stud that is a must-have on your team. And by the way, it's not as though you're some free agent destination. Right? Like, I love my guy, Kirk Cousins. I love the Vikings. I, I, I love what they're about. And Justin Jefferson said what today? I don't want to be on a team without Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Which I think is a huge statement for Kirk. Well, and I think that Justin Jefferson understands that he needs to have a pocket-passing quarterback that can get him the football. Because when you're a minted superstar in the NFL, you're going to be bracketed nine times out of ten. Yep, totally agree. One more uh, wide receiver update on football at 50. The Bucks and Mike Evans are near a contract impasse. Mike Evans' agent today said, if we don't have a deal by Saturday, we're not going to negotiate during the season, which now is like the standard bar. No, Nobody negotiates during the season. And I get that. You don't want to be distracted. Does Mike Evans ever wear another uniform outside of Tampa? That would be a stunning uh, turn of events. I think it's a crime. I, I mean, you know, they've been negotiating this thing for over a year now, and I don't understand what's so difficult about this. Like, you're a team that's clearly taken a step back after Brady retired. You're not the same guy, but at least you should keep in honor what Mike Evans did for you. I mean, this is a guy that was on your Super Bowl roster, dude. Like, this is a guy that helped Tom Brady go out and win. Like, I don't understand why this is such a question we're seeing this more and more now right we saw it with yeah. saquon but he we gave are. in we saw it with zach martin we saw it with bosa like there's all kinds of guys doing it now and i don't understand why owners are so reluctant you're not going to pay guys but then you're going to complain you don't win t higgins says cincinnati Bengals are going to kick ass in 2023 yeah we'll see Let's i see love me joe jamar Burrow and joe like. those two dudes got to stay healthy but I don't disagree with you. All right, Football at 50 presented by TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com, you guys, I, we talk about it every day on the show. It is so gratifying to hear from our listeners who have gone through the Triday uh, Trading School, um, graduated and are now full-time or part-time traders. The flexibility it provides you in life, and, and I think that's all any of us are ever after. Mm -hmm. We're after freedom and time. Because if we have freedom and we have time, we can do whatever the hell we want. But there's only one way to get that, and that is to make that bank, bro. And at TridayTrading.com, their graduates who day trade on a full-time basis make $1,000 a day and more. That's at least $240,000 a year. There's a lot of day traders. When we worked at Yelp, we were at a huge day trading group um, that did it part-time. And a lot of those dudes were day trading part-time to afford things like Airbnbs in Scottsdale, uh, to pay off their cars, to buy new cars, to go on vacations. That's the kind of money we're talking about. $300 to $500 a day would really help you get out of credit card debt, pay off your student loans. You need something, Triday Trading's got a system to provide you that dollar figure, and all you have to do is sign up for a $10 30-day trial membership. And that $10, you guys, is your education. And it's a charitable donation. It's all a hundo P tax deductible at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Let's start hour number two of the show. Uh, with that breaking news, I want to I make sure that before we get to kickoff, which is now just two hours away here in change, that everybody knows Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, is reporting that Travis Kelsey is out tonight against the Lions. That is a big one. That is a very, very big one. Um, I think our biggest stories in sports today, um, 
there's no doubt this situation in the Pac-12 is very interesting. The Pac-12 brand may, in fact, live on as Oregon State and Washington State are fighting for their lives and they are working for a solution which appears to be merging with the Mountain West under the Pac-12 umbrella. In that scenario, I am told, as we've reported for six weeks now, that Gloria Navarez would, in fact, be the commissioner of the Pac-12 in this newly branded Pac-12. We are told that members of the Mountain West, their leadership committees are fine uh, taking the Pac-12 name. And I think there's a lot that goes into that, obviously. But let's be very clear about something. As as much as I believe this is the ultimate outcome, I do not believe that this is imminent. I think there's a lot of legal wrangling that's going to have to take place here. As we have talked about on the show, Oregon State and Washington State are trying to figure out their legal position right now because they have a lot of money in reserves. They have a lot of equipment and assets under the Pac-12 umbrella that they are trying to determine if legally they get to hang on to should the conference continue. That is a big, big deal. And if the conference continues and they merge with the Mountain West under the Pac-12 name, are those new Mountain West members going to want a slice of that pie that remains from the old Pac-12? And I have to believe that answer is yes, justifiably so. It's completely understandable. But I think eventually what you're going to get from the sources that I've spoken to is the execution of an agreement that is largely in place already between Oregon State and Washington State and the Mountain West to become the new Pac-12. Does it make a lot of sense? I don't know. But Jake, if I had to ask you today, what percentage would you put on this coming to fruition? Yeah, I mean, I I think it's 50-50 at best. I mean, there's so many factors at play here. There's so many things that you know, go into this decision and so many people involved in the conversation. I think that's what makes it difficult. Like, obviously, on one side with these Pac-12 schools, you know, Oregon State and Washington State, you need a lifeline here. This is your lifeboat. This is your last chance to be in a conference, in my opinion, because you're not going to the ACC, obviously. You're not going to the Big 12. The Big 10 and the SEC were always out of the question for these two. So the Mountain West really is your last option here. So this truly is a need Uh, to happen situation for these two. But at the same time, the Mountain West is not going to be manhandled in this situation. They're very aware of who they are, where they are, and where they're going, which has always been a thing on this show. You have to know who you are, what your leverage is, and what you're trying to get done. And I think they're very aware of that. And I also think they have a huge advantage with Gloria Navarra as being the commissioner of their conference. She's shown an ability to get them through rocky times and difficult conversations. So the idea that George Klyavkov is now just a, a paper pusher, essentially, and Gloria Navarra is, is essentially about to be in the driver's seat, I think is a very good thing for everybody involved. But the Mountain West needs to be careful here. You don't want to expand and change the dynamic of I your agree. conference in a bad way. You need to make sure that you retain control. You need to make sure that TV partners pay you more money because there is a certain risk in adding two of these schools. Because, again, your conference was known for San Diego State before. So there is an opportunity that you can fix that with Oregon State, but you just want to make sure that you do this the right way and you smooth it over. So what are the odds? What's the percentage? 
I think it's 50-50, but the Pac-12 schools need it to be 100. So that's why I say it's it's a it's a power grab both ways, and it really depends who negotiates the best. Yep, Patrick says if the Mountain West won't play ball and do a reverse merger, then Washington State and Oregon State should just play an independent schedule under the Pac-12 name. Can't do it. Not possible. Yeah. Um, it, one, I don't think there's anybody who thinks the, the Mountain West won't play ball. Uh, my belief is that... The Mountain West, from what I'm told anyways, the Mountain West and Oregon State, Washington State largely have a deal hammered out. It's simply now getting legal advice and understanding their position um, with the remaining schools in the in the Pac-12 and, and how they exit um, and what that looks like. So I think that's a big one. Joey Zay says, spoiler alert, the 10 existing schools will vote to dissolve the Pac. That's not even a thing. That's not even a thing. The issue is that there is a contract that expires on June 30th. There is no more vote to dissolve anything at that point. You have two remaining members of the conference who control the, the right to the conference because they, have, they would have a new deal in place. If you leave and the issue already in place for the 10 members exiting – They've signed agreements to join other conferences, be that the Big Ten or, you know, the, the Pac-12 or, or the, excuse me, the uh, Big 12. I mean, be that what it is. They've already signed agreements to go. So they're out already. So this idea that they would have a vote to dissolve, there is no vote to dissolve. That does not exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the great radio wizard in the Northwest was running that out there um, in early spring. That's not a thing. I've verified that 10 ways. There is no vote, vote to dissolve. Um, there is no split everything 12 ways. That's not how this works. Um, the assets of the Pac-12, should it continue most people believe legally Oregon State and Washington State would have the, the legal right to retain that. And that's the question about the finances in the bank. If this conference continues, those funds belong to the conference. If this conference continues, that equipment belongs to the conference. Mm-hmm. So there is no dissolve the conference. That, that With all due respect, that just simply does not exist. Yeah. Um, let's see. Connor Johnson says you, yeah, Memphis, Tulane, UTSA and UAB is as far East as the two packs should go. In my opinion, I don't understand this. I, and I want to understand this. Why would anybody leave the AAC to go to the mountain West slash pac 12? Why would anybody leave that conference? It was clear from the beginning and Connor and, and I know a ton of other, you know, Oregon State fans believe the AAC was coming in to save them. If you go to the AAC, you're fucked. Like you are, excuse my French, you, you're, you're in financial trouble. Mm-hmm. There is no solution that involves the AAC. There is not in any way, shape, or form. Why would you want to add all the additional costs of that conference? If you're Oregon State or Washington State. And you would have no existing television partners. Let that sink in. So in this situation, you're adding Memphis, Tulane, UTSA, and UAB to Oregon State and Washington State. 
Who's putting that on TV? Like, who's got an appetite for that? Nobody. Nobody. Though there is not a significant outside of New Orleans, Memphis maybe, but is Birmingham, is San Antonio (coughs) a, a TV market that people are beating down the door for? They're not. And by, by, by the by, you're going to lose your ass if you're Oregon State traveling every single week from Corvallis to those destinations. Yeah, it's just not viable, dude. It, it doesn't make sense. You guys, you have to think this stuff through. Before you throw, like, and again, I'm not trying to pick on you, Joe, but before you throw out stuff like, we'll vote to dissolve, you have no idea. Like, that, that's just not even a, a possibility. There is no contract that says you must vote to dissolve. There's no contract there. Yeah, the, it, it expires, and you've signed new agreements uh, in other places. It, the, AAC, the AAC thing was such a pipe dream to begin, and we told you that on the show, straight up. And then what happened last week? Yeah, the AAC and the, the, the members of the Pac-12 stopped talking. There was no merger to be had. So, uh, Joe also says Beavs and Cougs will join the Mountain West or go independent. They're not going independent. Yeah. How are you going to schedule that? And for how long? And the other part of that is join the Mountain West. Their, their TV deal is $4 million. You're going to go from, what was it, $24 million they got as a payout? to $4 million. You're going to write down $20 million a year because your conference voted to dissolve. Let that sink in for a minute. Yeah. How do you just go join the Mountain West? And we, I know we've beat this into the ground on the show, but how do you just go join the Mountain West? Yeah, you don't. Where are you getting the $60 million you're about to lose? Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I, I really I don't know either where, yeah. where that money comes from. Yeah. Uh, Tanner Plummer on Justin Jefferson, the guy the Eagles passed on in favor of Jalen Rager. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, that hurts. Uh, Beavs have survived independence in the past. Man, I yeah. I don't know why you would want <laughs> independence. I don't get it. Oh my god. Nobody's going out of you're not Notre Dame. You're not BYU. You're not, like, respectfully, brand power-wise, Oregon State has nothing on those two. I don't care what you think of BYU. BYU's got a million every week. Where do you get the idea that you can schedule not even football games? What, where are you going to schedule an independent basketball? Because do, do you think that WCC is inviting you? Do you think there's anybody on this planet that's going to invite Oregon State as a as a a member without their football department? Why on earth would you want Oregon State if you didn't get Oregon State football? What is the value of Washington State without their football program? That you guys Again, I just ask you, write it down and then say to yourself, well, Oregon State was independent previously. When was that? When was that? 
And how much has the TV landscape and the TV revenue changed since the last time they were independent? Yeah. It's different now, man. How are you going to schedule as an, as an independent when Jack Swarbrick at, at the Notre Dame has said scheduling is becoming more and more difficult every single year? Yep. And why is that? And you're fucking Notre Dame. Notre Dame, our mother. And you can't, you can't make a schedule. And it's four curse words this week. <coughs> Way down. <coughs> Stay hard. I apologize. You're Notre Dame, and you're talking about how much more difficult it's getting to schedule. Okay, so Notre Dame calls you, and Oregon State calls you. Whose phone call are you taking? Notre Dame. Notre Dame wants to play you. And Oregon State wants to play you. Who are you going to put on the schedule? Yeah, I'll take the NBC deal. Thanks. It just, think about it, man. It makes no sense to say to yourself, oh, yeah, we're going to go, we're, we're Oregon State. We're going to go independent. Yeah. We're, yeah. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Help me help you. Hey, look here, man. Do you understand? Do you understand? You're Oregon State. And I love Scott Barnes, and I, you know this already. Mm-hmm. I have widely and roundly supported Oregon State. Mm-hmm. If they go independent, you're dead in the water. You are non-existent. You are going to play everybody's ambulance repair university. Yeah. You are, you're not playing a P5 schedule. You will not make bowl games. You will not make the playoff. You will not make money. You will not play games on TV. No. So help me understand that. Or, I know, I know this is rocket science here, right? Man. You could merge with the Mountain West and go to the college football playoff. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? I want it. And I want I want. I love life. I sifted through all that. Mike C. Rodriguez. Mike Rodriguez. I prefer open language, Monty. Yeah, but some people don't. And I try not to curse like a sailor. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? You know, uh, I, I'm work with me here. Uh, Tony L. Barber. Or- hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Don. Hey. Oh, uh, you know. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that's right, T. <laughs> Oregon and uh, Oregon and Oregon State could not survive independent. They were favored to. Uh, they were forced to join the Pac-8. And look how many years ago that was. Yeah. And we're moving into a situation where the G5s are likely going to pull the lever of you guys have half you guys have to play nine games in a conference. Yep. So now your SEC schedules just went away. And your Big Ten schedules went away and your Big Twelve schedules went away. Uh you have you have two non conference games, Notre Dame or Oregon State. Hmm. It's just not even a conversation. It's, it's not, not like a it's not dude, it's not like we're not talking about Notre Dame and like BYU even. Yeah. We're talking about Notre Dame and Oregon State. And trust me, on this show, the Beavs get a ton of love. Like, I, I love the research renovation. I love what uh, Scott Barnes is doing up at, at Oregon. Like, dude, it's great. But you, you, don't, you can't go independent. Yeah, no, you can't. And I think the smartest, most pragmatic move here is, and I, I don't know that I've ever said this before, mm-hmm. and maybe you should take my temperature. Mm-hmm. I think the smart, pragmatic route is the one. I need to take a breath before this comes out of my mouth. Please say it properly and don't curse either. This feels like Oregon State going independent. 
Okay, here we go. Here we go. The smart. Do you pragma- need ISO? Do you need ISO? Or are I you should, good? I should drink some water. Okay, let's get some water in really quick, really quick, really quick. Ooh. Okay. Okay. okay here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The smart pragmatic route for the Pack Two to take is the one that Kurt Schultz described yesterday. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> what? You Never. better. You better have your legal docs in a row. You better, because it's funny. We were talking to a legal counsel for a major university over the weekend Mm -hmm. at a party we were at. Mm -hmm. And this person was telling us, yeah, get me in early because it's usually too late. And I think Kirk Schultz finally, and maybe the light's gone off inside the dim Kirk Schultz. I don't know. But getting your lawyers involved in understanding your legal positions and their beliefs about your contracts and agreements it's the exact right thing to be doing here. <laughs> Excellent strategy, sir. It's the exact right thing to be doing here. Yes. Luna. Luna. How could, Luna. <clears throat> Luna Lovegood. Oh, well, hello. I bet you do. Uh, how could... We're children. Stay oh, hard. And I, apo- I, I apologize. Yeah, I mean, can you just settle down, please? <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm Jake. That's Monty. Waves um, in opposition. How could they go independent but still be in a conference with Washington State? Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. There is no going independent, you guys. They're, they're not. Chris, yes, the Beavs would be uh, tops in the Mountain West football, but Fresno and Air Force Wyoming are not easy wins on the road. Aztecs got uh, our pro rata in a big L at Reeser this year. But the Mountain West is no cakewalk. No, it's not. Ask Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. The Mountain West, I think Oregon State would win the Mountain West today. If they were in the conference, they'd win the conference this year. If they're in it next year, I think they'll win the conference next year. It's an auto bid. I believe, from what I have been told, that the automatic qualifier for the G5, one of them will be your top-ranked conference champion. Handle your business. Handle your business. That, that's as simple as I can put it. Conference Commissioner Gumby, New Mexico State undefeated in bowl season. Pew, pew. Oh, New Mexico State. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, Jeff M. Ag Gonzaga and St. Mary's to the new Pac-12 basketball. You could do that. St. Mary's is so Gonzaga. underrated. I like Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yeah, you Gonzaga. know. Uh, the I like eye Gonzaga. Patch. The eye patch. New Mexico State was an independent, correct? M- maybe. I can't remember. I, Everybody was independent at one sure. time. Every time Monty curses, it, it, he is required to send me a cougar tail. Dude, I don't human traffic, and I don't appreciate that reference. Oh, the I donut. I personally would like an apology. My bad. The don't. You mean the donut? The co- gotcha. I'll never curse again. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, vacuum sealed in a cooler with dry ice. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll get right on that, Captain. Nice satchel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tanner Plummer, Luna Lovegood. Hello there. How's Harry Potter doing? Hiscock. Oh, is that like, stop. Is that like a, (laughs) is that like a Harry, is that a Harry Potter reference? Oh, is it it really? It is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably a dude and I look like an idiot, which is fine. Which is fine. Uh, Drew Money, an independent Oregon state will turn into West Coast version of UConn, but without basketball success. Wow. Damn. Yeah, that's slightly a kick in the nose. You know, just you know, just that it's little basketball good. thing. No big deal. S- Salamini. Damn, bro. Uh, 
Bro, you got you got in on that one. I Where's did. the Italian? I did. I felt good. Yeah. Uh, Oregon State has two winning seasons in the last decade, barely, and now they are world beaters. That's what I'm saying. Oregon State football, they're ready to rock and roll. Ask Oregon how good Oregon State is. Yeah. Ask last them. season. Uh, New Mexico State is independent, and they're basically dead in the water, mainly because they have no brand. That would happen to Oregon State if they go independent. It's not even a consideration. It is not even a consideration. Uh, Gumby says Texas was an independent at one point. Okay, I take your word for it. I take your word for it. Um, oh, yeah, Adam Schefter now. The Shefty. The Sheftonator. Uh, Adam Schefter. Travis Kelsey out. It is the first game that the Chiefs tight end has missed due to injury since 2014. <coughs> Travis Kelsey is out tonight. Getting old, Mike. Uh, as we told you earlier in the showroom, uh, Kelsey is dealing with a knee injury. Ian Rappaport, uh, now about 30 minutes ago, uh, is reporting that Travis Kelsey is out. Uh, he will work out tonight. Um, and it is believed that he is um, he is dealing with a bone bruise. So that's not something that should keep him um, out in the long term. But he's lucky he's got an ACL because the descriptions of the injury yeah. sound gnar. Like he uh, had a severe hyperextension of his knee. And he gets 10 days here before they got to play again. So yeah. I think that's the whole point here. Yeah, so now uh, Adam Schefter, add that to uh, Ian Rappaport. Um, that's a big deal. Maybe we uh, get to prize picks. Jansen uh, was asking about prize picks. Yeah, he uh, tagged us in his prize picks. He did. What's he? Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, he's got Jarek McKinnon. Um, ooh, it's up to three receptions. I got it at two and a half, my guy. Uh, as well, uh, Jamer Gibbs with 31 and a half receiving yards as a running back. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I think Jared Goff's if Detroit's going to win this game and I really feel like they are, Jared Goff's going to have to play really well. Um, I would tell you that's probably not bad. He's got more on both of those. I think you're probably in good shape there. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would tell you, uh, my prize picks tonight, um, and by the way, download the Prize Picks app. Use the link in the description below. Do it. Uh, both on the podcast and on uh, the YouTube description. Uh, or use the promo code MONTY to get 100% deposit matching. You deposit 100, they'll give you 100 up to $100. So 20, 40, 60, 80, $100. Picks will match at 100%. Here's what I've got tonight uh, on Prize Picks uh, Patrick Mahomes, 286.5. Passing yards. I went less. <laughs> I meant, doubt me. Doubt me, son. Uh, I think that Detroit defense is legit. Mm -hmm. Jared Goff, more than uh, one and a half touchdowns, so two touchdowns. And then my guy. This is the one I'm really worried about. Stay hard. <laughs> it's not, really. Jarek McKinnon, two and a half receptions, so three receptions. I'm going more. He'll get that. That Patrick Mahomes one. 286 and a half. Yeah. Can Detroit limit big plays tonight? Yeah. If Detroit limits big plays, mm -hmm. I think I, I'm three for three and I win a hundred bucks. No, I would agree with that. And I think the, the tough part for for the Chiefs tonight, obviously, is this Kelsey thing. And I think your pick of going uh less on Patty Mahomes is smart. I mean, I, I, I think that 
you know, 300 yards is no joke in an NFL game. And I know that Patrick mm. Mahomes kind of makes that routine sometimes, but yeah. dude, it's not, it, it's not a joke. It's not easy. It's not like just, you know, uh, uh, a matter of, you know, happening every single week for Patty Mahomes. I mean, I, I do think that they are going to have to run the football tonight. And I, and I think that the chiefs are typically not in that situation. This is a team that likes to run West coast, likes it out in the flat, likes to give their guys open space to make plays. And I'm curious what that looks like tonight. I'm not saying that because they don't have Travis Kelsey, that all of a sudden the chiefs can't score points with anybody. I'm not saying that, but I do think that when you talk about it being week one and not having that inherent reliability at tight end, yeah. that's a problem. And, and that's where I think, Hey, 280, you said it was, you got a 286 and a half, 286 and a half. I mean, again, I just I think that's a smart play to go less. I really do. I think it's going to be tight, but I feel like um, I feel like I'm in a good spot there. Yeah. Where Where are you guys at on it? Uh, what are you guys doing on Prize Picks tonight? What are you doing on Prize Picks tonight, Jake? Yeah. So I got Harrison Butker in this game, uh, more than seven and a half. Ooh, for uh, a kicker. Yeah. So kicking boy, kicking points work is it's three points for zero to 39 yards, four for 40 to 49, five for 50 plus and one for every extra point he converts. So in this kind of game, I was thinking, okay, Kelsey's going to be out. Maybe some of their drives stall, but they're going to be within field goal range. Hopefully, you know, hopefully this guy can make, you know, a 40 yard kick. And if he does that, and you get some extra points. You really that should be a uh, uh, a pretty reliable, you know, a pretty reliable pick there. Yeah, I I like uh, I like that one a lot. Jared Goff, uh, two sixty and a half passing yards. You went more. Yeah. So Jared Goff uh, last season for the year averaged two hundred sixty one passing yards a game. So I felt like, hey, tonight. You know, they know that Kelsey's not going to not going to be out there. They know that they can be aggressive on offense. Figured that was a pretty reliable a pretty reliable go. And you're on the road, so you figure okay, right. they they're going to have they're probably going to be passing late in the game. So figured that was going to be, you know, that was going to be a uh, a pretty reliable pick. And, you know, I, I I'm a bigger fan of Jared Goff than a lot of people. Uh, I think he's been good for them. Uh, I think he'll be good tonight. So, we'll see. All right, and then you uh, finished with uh, Patty at 17 and a half rushing yards. You went more. Yeah, so Ooh. this one I think is going to be really oh. interesting. This is the one that I think decides my night because I would agree. If, if Patty Ice has to escape a lot, which I do think is going to happen, we already know this guy's a mobile quarterback. But if this is if this is a thing where they're down in the second half, I think I hit this easily. But if they're leading in the second half and they're on cruise control. I'm going to have trouble with this one. So I really think it depends on the game. Yeah, I think this is uh, this is a big in. I don't know how I feel about 17 and a half rushing yards for Patrick Mahomes. His average last Dude, year was 21 a game. That is, that's a tough one. I think, ew. But I, I, am I overvaluing the Lions defense? Because I feel like... I feel like they're pretty good. I think they're pretty good. And I really, I feel like. I mean, this was a damn near playoff team last year. I mean, this is no slouch of a team. But I just, again, I, I still maintain what we're undervaluing is it's the Chiefs at Arrowhead. I'm a big believer. Hey, I know Kelsey's out. It's the Chiefs at Arrowhead week one. It, the week one woes, as I call them, are not unique to the Chiefs. The, the, I guarantee you the Lions will make mistakes on some level tonight. 
And the only but they have is, David Montgomery, so they'll be able to run the football. Yeah. Which I think is going to help Jared Gaff. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be tight. That's going to be tight. Where are you guys at on this game tonight? Um, let's see. T-Duck. We do know Oregon State is better than San Jose State. Well, thank God. Uh, anybody hear anything about the Lions running back they drafted out of Bama, how he's looked in preseason? I have not, but David Montgomery is going to be their their horse, I think. I would uh, I would assume. Um, you know, uh, Adam P. says, no, I, I give out my picks as a public service. Well, I mean, that's so nice of you. That is so nice to you. Raptor 88 says, need a win on prize picks. I've actually done pretty well. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty happy with my uh, with my prize picks so far. Um, I just yeah I I I really like I really like the Lions tonight. I think yeah. it's gonna be I think it's yeah it's sketch. There's no way around it, dude. This is a sketch game to predict. Like this is not an easy one where you're like yeah, dude. It's the Chiefs. They got Kelsey. They got Patty. Like we're good to go. No, dude. That's not what we're talking about. And I swear to God, if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt tonight. If he gets rolled up on or something happens, they're going to be in trouble tonight. But if he stays healthy, I think they find a way to victory. Yeah, I'm we'll not see. saying it's going to be a, a, a big victory, though. Yeah. Uh, Rushman says Gibbs is playing both wide receiver and running back. He is. Jameer Gibbs. Um, I David Montgomery is going to be their workhorse in the backfield. And I think Gibbs is going to be that Swiss Army knife. He's Jarek McKinnon. And you've got a guy Gibbs that you have to have. receptions. Or rushing. I have. I'm sorry. What now? You have Gibbs on receptions or neither, rushing? Neither. Um, Mike Smith was asking about him. I have Jarek oh, okay. McKinnon. Oh, you have McKinnon. Right. I right, have right. McKinnon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two and a half receptions. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I think I'm in. I think I'm in good shape. I agree. Yeah. The the Patrick Mahomes yardage will be interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see. AAR Chiefs almost unbeatable at home. They are, but vulnerability. They they are vulnerable tonight. I think. I think, but that's up to you. OG Gary, Chiefs 35, Detroit 17. Ooh, I can't see that happening. James Knight, any FIBA talk today? No? Okay, nice talk, LOL. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Stay on brand, James. Austin Reeves. Better than, no. I'm not going to, I'm not doing Josh Giddy slander today. (laughs) I'm not. (coughs) But what I tell you about Austin Reeves being a better player, man. Uh, Jansen, have you seen Prize Picks has a pick for Dak at half a passing yard? Yes, I have absolutely, it. we have it. I have it. Absolutely, we do. Uh, Jeff Woodward, Chiefs will win, but I want the Lions to. Man, so I'm on an island here. I'm a, I got to put on my big boy pants. Here. I mean, you, you, you have Kahanis taking taking the Lions on the road at Arrowhead, dude. There's no doubt about that. I mean, even without Travis Kelsey, you have Kahanis. <laughs> I think I am not alone in that. I think I am not alone in that. I think with this whole thing on Travis Kelsey being out, we haven't seen Travis Kelsey out like this. He is the, how many times have we seen Patty Ice running around and panic buttoning to Travis Kelsey? Oh, a ton, a ton. There's no question about that. Absolute ton. Right? Yeah, no doubt So my feeling is, I, I don't, yeah. If you felt these balls. I'm just, I, I am here for your amusement. Uh, Monkey Muscle, NBC game. Yes, 820 on NBC. Mike Rodriguez, 24-17 Chiefs, book it. Or Lions, 24-17. Let's go, Mike. Let's go, Mike. Can we be friends? 
J Rod, I like it. Lions win. Please. Where's Teddy Wayman, dude? Teddy's, Where's my boy Teddy? I need Teddy up in here today. Teddy's probably not. But so you're taking the Chiefs to cover? Uh yeah. One touchdown win. Seven point win. Over or at under? home. Uh numbers mm. fifty three. It's over. I think it's over, it's yeah. Over. And by the way, uh, looking at the lines, uh, you can get this game now at three and a half now without Kelsey. So, What does that tell you? Yeah. Damn boys in Vegas coming on to Monty's show. Hey, Monty. They know. Hey, Monty. They know that without Travis Kelsey, we're going to find out who steps up, and I'm hoping it's Sherrick McKinnon. Yeah. Because if it's Jarek McKinnon, Chaboy's going to win it. Going to win at Prize Picks tonight, so I'm happy with that. All right, let's reset it on the Monty Show. Whoo! Good ninety minutes to start the show. Mm-hmm. Good ninety minutes to start the show. Um, let's get more of your comments because we appreciate you guys, and I know a lot of you want to get back to the, um, you know, the dare I say, Oregon State independent, you guys are stupid conversation. Because you guys are like, you guys are stupid. They should go independent. And, and let's do the let's do the poll. Okay, yeah, here we go. Poll, poll You time. guys every day say, yeah, pull it. Uh, you guys. Wow, what? pull it. What? Yeah, let's pull it. Wow. I, I, what's the wow? Should Oregon State go Indy? No. Yes or no? Should Oregon State Go independent. No, dude. I swear to God, if yes wins this poll, I, I will be What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about Forget it? Forget about it. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? I think it is one of the most important conversations. And, and I am a big believer in Oregon State. So I'm going to hit send on this poll. Yeah, and there send it is it. right there. Send I just it. started the poll in the comments section. Go and get it. We'll go up to we'll go up to I'll leave it at 150 votes. Okay. Where do you guys go on this? And it's eight already, 34, 60, 84 percent, 85 percent no. I mean, you guys knew this was going to happen. I don't see any way in the world that Oregon State goes independent. I just don't know why you would, dude. What's the advantage? What's the play? By yeah, the way, I we don't haven't know. even talked about on the program today the long-term play here for Oregon State, which does not apply to Washington State, which is, hey, the the Mountain West grants of rights ends in three years and needs to be renewed. So you're going to have a window where you can leave the conference. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. OG Gary says, this is a better show than yesterday. Yesterday we had some oddity in the comments section. Even Mrs. Monty was like, boy, yeah, honey. Honey, 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 honey. She was like, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I, I, you guys are amazing pretty much every day. Mike Rochburns. <laughs> Welcome back, sir. Can't wait for NBA season and talk. We too. Uh, Lee Jensen, I think I speak so for everyone when I say jazz is the way. Maybe. Tanner says this is the way. Jackson Graham says pull is biased. How is it biased? How it's is straight the poll up. Bias? It's straight up, 77 votes, 78 votes, 79% say Oregon State should not go independent. Yeah, how is it a biased poll? 80 votes, 77%. I, I just, I think, yeah, 
Tony hey, says, Tone. forget about it. Forget about forget it. A, forget about it. Forget about That's it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Bryce Martin, uh, they would create a better strength of schedule being independent. Mm. Would you? I don't know, dude. I don't know if you would. Rick Forrester, new pack will only uh, have $5 million per team. I think so. Tanner Plummer, no, 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 no. I would agree. Oregon State, going indie would be a death sentence. Yes, it no, would. No, no, no. Yes, it would. Mike Gundy's 59th winning uh, college football head coach of all time. I'm a man. Anyone saying yes should be taken seriously on, shouldn't be taken seriously on college football arguments. Three fourths of this you. is inaccurate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, coach. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the mullet. Mm -hmm. uh, waiting for the Big 12. Seriously. That's what I'm saying. Dude, just bide your time. Bide your time. You know, three years from now, the conferences are going to look different. Yeah. Uh, Jansen says no voters are alpha. Rick G says, who is saying yes? What is the argument there? Yes, yes, yes. I don't know. Mike Gundy says trolls in the argument. J-Rod, yeah, yesterday's show had some bad juju. Much better today. Thank you. Yeah, it was weird yesterday. OG Gary, voting yes means you're a fraud. <laughs> wow. Means you're a fraud. <laughs> we'll end it at one more vote, and there it is, 80% to 20% at 100 yeah. say no. No. Do not go independent. Yeah, dude. You're not going independent, bro. Yeah, I agree. You're not going independent. Like, it, it's just dumb. Uh, Adam P. Adam's P. Adam's P. Uh, independent means you'll become irrelevant. You are not Notre Dame. No, you're you not. You're not that guy, pal. No, you're not. No, you're not. Notre Dame, our mother. Pray for Notre us. Notre Dame, our mother. Thank you. Lions win 20 to 12. More Lions, folks. Okay. Did we Do it. Do the poll. Another poll. Chiefs or Lions? Straight up. I don't want any of this bias crap in our comment section. Okay. Well, the, poll Chiefs, is, the poll is bias. Chiefs or Lions? Who you got tonight? You want it on the spread? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Do, do it on the spread. Yes. I'm telling you. Dude, Chiefs got this covered, man. I'm telling you. Chiefs got it. And, and we'll business. go minus three and a half. Because that's the current number now that the, the Kelsey news is out. Lions. Let's go plus three and a half. Mm -hmm. Okay, there you go. So I'll start the poll. There it is. Know your role and shut your mouth. Another 100-vote poll for you. Who will win tonight? Chiefs minus three and a half. Lions plus three and a half. This one should be close. It should be very close. I think it will be very close. All right, let's get uh, your comp. Thank you guys so much. By the way, we're really close uh, to thir 30, what are we at? 33,000? Yeah, we're really close to 33,000 subscribers. We're at uh, 32858. Um, please hit the like button. It really helps the channel grow. And if you are not subscribed to the channel, please consider it. We love having you guys here. We have had uh, 6,000 views on the show today, only 174 likes. So please always remember. We're on the track to 50,000 people. Let's we, go. We are. Let's get this done. Uh, boy, this is close. 60 votes, and it's 55% Chiefs, uh, <laughs> Chiefs in the minus three and a half. Let's go. 40 votes to go. Hit it up. Who will win tonight, Chiefs or Lions? Um, boy, that's going to be close. That's going to be close. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mark Stone. Stay hard. Got to be on brand. Hulu has history. Love me some history in a &E and a couple of others uh, than YouTube. And Feinbaum is a crappy individual. Wow. Yeah, I'm not a Feinbaum guy, dude. Feinbaum, Feinbaum is a crappy individual. It is a little slow. 
Mark for two more dollars. Stay hard. Says uh, in page we love and trust. Rick G says AAC was top dog of G5. Not anymore. Now it's the Mountain West. I would agree with that. Mark Stone. Stay hard. Says Oregon State pulls out every time. Needs to stay in. Scock. You know. Ain't no reset. It's fine. Uh, T. Higgins is a badass. Oregon State, Boise, Washington State, Gonzaga. In the same conference would create some awesome regional rivalries. Gonzaga. His Spokane would be ground zero. Yes. Kyle Wilson for five bucks. OSU is screwed. Our program died when the Pac- with the Pac-12. Mountain West Conference is irrelevant. Oh, I disagree. I'm screwed. I don't think the Mountain West is irrelevant. And no. We all know they, the haves are... Um, Breaking away in two years. As an alum, I'm past angry. Kyle, I don't think you're screwed. Are you disappointed and heartbroken? Sure you are. The Mountain West has an auto bid. Basically, if you win the Mountain West championship, you are likely to get into the college football playoff. When it expands to 12, the G5s are going to have leverage now. And I think if you're an Oregon State fan, your quickest route to the college football playoff, go to the Mountain West, win the conference, get into the college football playoff. Well said. That, I think that's the quickest, that's your quickest, best action mm-hmm. to get there, in my opinion. You know, uh, Salamini, Oregon State can go independent and play Portland State, Northern Arizona, Southern Utah, Weber State. Hey, man, is that Weber State program any good? Uh, USD, San Jose State, North Dakota State, Texas State, Appalachian State, and Alabama every year. We get it. It's all the state schools. Program. Yeah. Truck stuff conference. Jesus. SMU controls Dallas, LOL. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Tarrant County. Tarrant County. Uh, Oregon State Wazoo can be in the Mountain West for three years and work their way into the Big Ten. No, they can't. Uh, it just makes sense for OSU and Washington State to be in the Big Ten. Then they have six teams on the West Coast. <laughs> Rationally, sure. But but you already have that territory. You don't do you, do you really need Spokane and Pullman? No. Because that's what Washington State delivers. I don't think you do. No. You have Eugene and Portland. Do you need? You have the biggest TV markets already. Do you need Corvallis? No. You probably don't. I think if you are Oregon State and Washington State, I think you go to the Mountain West. You probably wind up extending that grant of rights by two years. You probably get somewhere near $8 million. And I think you have to be really savvy financially. And I think what happens is, you wind up paying an exit fee if you truly are dominating. That The only way that you get from a G5 to a P5 is by kicking the crap out of everybody. Yeah, That's what you have to do. That's your job. And if you're Oregon State, there's no reason you can't do that. Yep. And it brings you back to relevance in basketball. But that's just my opinion, man. You know, like I, And I could be wrong. Um, Tony... USC is the fraud. What? Mm. How is USC a fraud? Uh, you, Jackson Graham, you played the no soundbite right before the poll opened. I played the no What do you mean? Uh, who will win tonight at 101 votes? Wow, Chiefs are at 57%. Mm. Okay. There you go. Okay. 
Chiefs at Arrowhead, don't bet against them. James Knight, we had 92,000 fans attending our Australian football playoffs last night in Melbourne. Ridiculous. That's sick, dude. Ridiculous. That's awesome. That's so awesome. And having been to AFL and Rugby League, both um, in Queensland, so good. So good. T. Higgins is a badass. Oregon State, State, Washington State, Gonzaga in the same conference would create robberies. I read that one. My bad. Drew Money says Chiefs by one. Jackson Graham says this one isn't biased. Okay. J-Rod, Lions all the way, baby. I'm with you. Let's go. Bryce Martin, we've blown past all our goals prior to the start of the season. Yes, yes we, we have. have. Now, all we need here in Tarrant County, we're not in Tarrant County. Uh, all we need here is to get to 50000 by the end of the year. I want it. Plenty of That's time. That's all we're asking for. 119 days, bro. That's right. Um, Mark Stone. Stay hard. Uh, love to see the Lions beat the Chiefs. Hate the Chiefs. Dude, what are you talking about? And he, he actually spelled hey, it. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Nobody hates stand, the Chiefs, Want to get away? Want to get away? Yep. Like, what, what do you mean doing? nobody hates the nobody Chiefs? Nobody hates the Chiefs, dude. Okay. You can dislike them, but there's nobody an, hates there's them. There's nothing to like about the Jackass. Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes' brother. Yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah, but that's his brother. That's not Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes' wife. Annoying as hell. Okay, that's true. Right? Travis Kelsey and his brother. Annoying as hell. These people going to heaven. <laughs> right? The fact that they beat Steph Curry and Clay Thompson in golf. Annoying as hell. Yeah, that was annoying. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, there's nothing to like about the Chiefs. There's <laughs> nothing to like about Kansas City or, oh dear. or, oh or stupid Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm talking to you. No, I'm kidding. I'm just being an ass right now. Um, <laughs> Matt Ritson. No comment. Uh, Stanford try going independent, but now stuck ACC long-term contract. I, I think Stanford's the one you can. Uh, hey, Jake, Boss Frog says for $10. Just checking in. I'm here. I'm okay. Take the over. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jake. <laughs> hey, it's about time you got back in the comments section, dude. I know you're busy and everything being a Porsche owner and stuff. So you guys may know this or not, and this is, pro this is probably too personal, but I happened to be jogging through a really crappy neighborhood in Chicago one day when I was a young lad, and I found Jake abandoned in a shopping cart <laughs> under a moving blanket from a U-Haul. <laughs> and so I took him in and, and called him my own. So he has this fear of abandonment, apparently. I need to go home. And, and so the last few days, he's been like, where's Boss Frog? I miss him. He hates me. And Boss Frog was on the show. It and, is what it is. And then it was, where's Aaron Wilson? I miss him. He hates me. And Here Aaron, I am. Aaron Wilson was on the show. And Jake was like, you were not. Don't leave me. <laughs> and, a soft person, Tennessee. And so Aaron put in screenshots of his comments. Well, you didn't read when his he, comments. So. When he was on the show. That's the untrained eye. That... You know, I, I didn't find Jake in a shopping cart. I only, he only, it's a long story. I sifted through all that. So, can Take we talk? Take the over on the Chiefs team total at 28 and a half, okay? Carry on. Hey, hey Mo, <laughs> hey, hey, Mo, uh, how much money did you lose on that TCU game? I mean, what was the damage? Why be a red ass? I'm just asking a question. My guy Prime, whose chest hair I like to comb, Deion Do Sanders. you believe? Um, he's a guy that, you know, he, he went in the to, 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 to Fort Worth. Don't believe us. We, you're being a jerk. Oh, no. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You are not. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're no. Not. You should be a nice person. 
I know that's not who you are. Um, <laughs> what happened to, you know, you know, Mike Smith says, sup, boss frog. Sup, dude. Boss frog says, hello, A-dub. Hello, Mike. Hello, gentlemen. Boss, see, people like you, man. Yeah, dude. Aaron Wilson says, screw you, Jake. Everybody else hit the like button. <laughs> he actually didn't. He didn't say that. Mike Smith, no. uh, Jake should be paying Boss Frog for the advice, not the other way around. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I, I, I told you. I've been telling you that Dion's the greatest ever. Told you. Can we stop with the Dion's overrated conversation, by the way? Can we stop with the, you know, I flipped on a, a, uh, a national show today. Uh-huh. by mistake. And the first conversation I heard was, oh, it's just one week, dude. It, 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 you're right. They played one game. But can we stop with this thing that, oh, they got lucky. Oh, it's, it's just one week. They can't do it again. He threw for fucking 500 yards. Guy, that's not like an accident. Yeah. Travis Hunter played 147 snaps. That's not an accident. And I love this argument. Well, Deion's only succeeding because his kid's the quarterback. Yeah? So what? So, and, and your point is what? His kid's the quarterback. Do you know how hard it is to succeed when your dad's Deion Sanders and you're the starting quarterback and everybody and their brother's like, oh, you're only the starting quarterback because you're, you're on Danny Ball. You know, Unbelievable. Do you know how difficult that is? Yes, you're right. It's only one game. But that was a legit win. You went to TCU, and you won. Now, did TCU miss 22 tackles? And, and by their own account, they probably missed 30? Yeah, they did. Because it's garbage. Does that matter? It doesn't. Because you were better than TCU was on Saturday. Yeah. And there's no taking that away. Shador Sanders is a Heisman Trophy candidate, whether you want him to be or not. Yeah. And I would also remind you, Hunter is a Heisman Trophy candidate, whether you want him to be or not. And... The other thing that I think a lot of people don't want to say, and I, I, this I truly don't understand. A lot of people don't want to say Deion Sanders is what's right and what's good with college football. Mm -hmm. Deion Sanders is good for college football. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I, – I, it's like Mina Kimes at ESPN. No, same thing, dude. Same thing. Mina Kimes got a raise today. She got a contract extension, or yesterday it was. She's making whatever, $1.7 million. And immediately, oh, she never played any football. Why are we talking to her about football? Because that matters. Because that matters, right? Oh, she's a woman. Because that matters. Oh, she's Asian. Because that matters. All we do in sports, and I've never understood it, is, oh, it's one game. It doesn't matter. Oh, it matters. Oh, she didn't play football. It doesn't matter. She's making $1.7 million at ESPN, and you're not. But it's the culture and sports talk now. It it's is. what we do, dude. It's and, what and, we do. And I thought it was really interesting. I, don't, I am not a fan of Stephen A. Smith. I can take a little bit of Dan Levitard, but I'm not a fan of Stephen A. Smith. Mm -hmm. But there was this conversation that they had on Stephen A. Smith's YouTube show where they were going round and round about argument sports TV. And I actually thought it was really good. Really, really good. With argument television, which took the acid that was sports radio and put lighter fluid all over it and created an environment that I believe is crueler to the athlete than it needs to be mm. and celebrates sports less than it should because when you have an argument between two people, somebody's got to take the other side I and mean, it stops being about the celebration of sports. 
Skip Bayless, I believe, to be the avatar in our industry, the hood ornament for why athletes don't like the media. I think that he is the face of that. The athlete becomes slightly less human when it becomes not about winning the games, but about winning an argument. Totally agree. Yeah. Hundred, hundo P. And I love the Skip Bayless hood ornament thing because I remember back in the day, and I will take full credit for Skip Bayless being on TV, as I will with Stephen A. Smith. When I worked at Fox Sports, I produced a show called uh, The Last Word with Jim Rome. And my job was to book guests. And oftentimes we booked Skip Bayless's first TV appearance, The Last Word with Jim Rome. Uh, Stephen A. Smith's first TV appearance, The Last Word with Jim Rome. But these guys have gone on to create this genre of argument sports TV that I hate. Yeah, I don't watch it. And Dan's exactly right. We say a bunch of stuff about DeMar Hamlin being a body double. We say a bunch of stuff about Mina Kimes being a woman of Asian descent. We say a bunch of stuff about Deion Sanders, and, and I think a lot of it is that he's prime time, and we don't like the we don't like the caricature of Coach Prime. The arrogance. We don't. Yeah, we don't like the bravado, the confidence. Yeah. We don't like the Jesus won me this game. Thing. I totally get it, but you can't take away from him when he's done. And and the thing that I really appreciate about all of these things we're talking about is that these guys all cut their own path. Yeah. And there's no taking that away from them. And the thing that drives me crazy that we as sports fans do, on the flip side of this, we buy into Skip Bayless. We buy into Stephen A. Smith. We buy into that. And to buy into that means that LeBron sucks because Kobe was better. Or Kobe sucks because Michael was better. Thanks. Can we eliminate, hey, you know, yeah, Kobe sucks. LeBron sucks. Do you hear what you're saying? That LeBron sucks. Is that a take? No. Is that really a take? No, it's not. The Chiefs suck. Is that really a take? No, it's not. And I think that's what argument sports TV has done. Yeah, and I think it's just, hey, who can be the loudest in the room? Who can say the most outlandish thing? And then we're going to sit here and wonder why certain shows on Fox with Skip Bayless don't do well. You know, we're going to sit here and wonder why, you know, Pat McAfee's the one getting on ESPN today, well, not Skip Bayless, not, you and, know. And making whatever $85 million at ESPN. His contract was 80 or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, I, 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 and I think, yeah, let's come back in five minutes and talk about Pat McAfee because we got to get to football at 50, 10 of the hour, every hour on the Monty Show. Presented by our friends at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com. $10 charitable donation, tax write-off. Get you a 30-day trial membership with no obligation. And you get their entire program in that 30 days, man. You get high-level coaching, access to their systems and algorithms, their processes. They teach you everything you need to know to become one of the elite day traders in this world at TridayTrading.com. Hook it up. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Breaking news out of the NFL. Uh, it is confirmed now um, that Travis Kelsey is, in fact, out. He is inactive for the game tonight. The line has moved, and I want to show you earlier, um, the line was at four and a half in favor of the Chiefs. It's now three and a half in favor of the Chiefs. 
because Travis Kelsey is out tonight. A lot of money coming in on the Lions. How much of an impact do you think this has on, on Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I mean, it obviously has a big impact. I mean, uh, the obvious point is that Travis Kelsey has been the emergency panic button guy for Patty Ice for a while. And yeah. I think there are so many times where he's rolling out, he's in the flat, he needs somewhere to go, and he finds Travis down the field. And that's the hard part. You don't have that luxury now. And I love the people who are like, oh, well, he'll just find someone else tonight. Yeah, sometimes he may, but there's no replacing whatever Travis Kelsey is, 6'5", whatever his weight is. He's a big, that, lumbering but target. But that little innate ability Travis Kelsey has to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And the red zone, I think, is the place that this will manifest itself the most. Yes. He's a big frame. He's a really good catcher, receiver of the football. Yes. He catches it, puts it away, gets in the end zone. That's, I think, where you're going to see Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to say have to do too much. He's going to have to be far more in control. And again, I'll show you my prize picks for tonight because I'm not at all confident now um, that the Chiefs are going to win the game. But I am very confident that Jarek McKinnon's getting three receptions. 100%. This top one, I picked Patty Mahomes less than 286 and a half yards. Yeah, I think it's really interesting the, the run after the catch situation because if a guy like McKinnon's going to get his, you know, there's there's going to be that dynamic. And I, and I think that the Chiefs are going to need a lot of playmaking after the catch to win yes. this game. And Patty Ice's stats are going to be kind of decided in that realm, I think. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, so, again, uh, big, big news. Travis Kelsey officially now out for the Kansas City Chiefs tonight. This is a game breaker. This is a game changer. Whatever the word you want to use is. I love Travis Kelsey as a player. Mm -hmm. His brother pisses me off. I think he. I just want Tanner Plummer, who's the the Monty Show Eagles uh, team ambassador. I want Tanner to walk up to his brother, Travis Kelsey's brother, and just yank on that beard. Mm -hmm. God, that guy drives me crazy. I, I don't know why. Okay. You know what? I don't know why, and I don't need to know why. All you need to know is that football 50, 10 of the hour, every hour, is presented by our friends at TridayTrading.com. And I'm just so thrilled that so many of our viewers and podcast listeners, if you're on the audio podcast, thank you guys so much because it makes a difference when you give us feedback on our partners. We have not had anybody give us negative feedback on Triday Trading because it just makes a difference in your life. And Again, the, this story, did you guys see the story about WeWork? Yeah. Uh, WeWork is, do you guys know what WeWork is? It's an office space rental company where they have leases in major office buildings around the country and really around the world. And you lease space from WeWork who leases space through the building. WeWork is on the verge of bankruptcy and insolvency. They're renegotiating every lease. And more and more and more and more employees having to go back into the office now, even into WeWorks remotely because their companies aren't in their markets because we all worked at home. Right. So a lot of people moved. Yeah. Now those people are being impacted and being asked to relocate. Don't do it. You already hate your job. You don't want to relocate it. You're being forced to go back in the office. Get to TridayTrading.com. Get yourself an education on how to become the titan of self-employment that you've always dreamed of. Because I know everybody's talked about being self-employed and not being tied to the paycheck, you know, which is a drug they give you to forget your dreams, as I say in the show. Go make the money you've always dreamed of. Go to Disneyland, drive the car, live in the house, get out of credit card debt. If you're so enamored 
with that belief in, in freedom, TridayTrading.com is the place where you get that. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. And then tell us how great it was for you. Tell us how bad it was for you. We love the feedback on the Monty Show. Hour number three of the show is presented by our friends at Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Bucked Up Energy just placed my order not an hour ago. Got a massive discount. Got my uh, my creatine back in the gym. Mrs. Monty's going out of town. Uh, we're going up to Canyons Golf up on Sunday to get back into that. By the way, my PXG club shipped. Mm. You guys know I got fitted yesterday at PXG. My club's already shipped, so I'm hoping to have them for Sunday up at Canyons. Um, I'm really excited about that round of golf. But I can't golf as well without bucked up. And I know it's crazy. I talk about, look how much energy I've had since Nine, about an hour and a half ago, we took a buckshot. Yeah. Buckshot restocked in every single flavor at buckedup.com. Use the promo code MONTY20 to get 20% off your purchase at checkout. Buckedup.com, the official energy provider of the Monty program. Um, and I will even share with you my order. Um, I got five 12 packs of buckshot. Yeah. Uh, four watermelon, one blo- uh, blue raz, because I love that blue raz as well. I got creatine and I got another container of collagen peptides. And that whole order cost me $140. And it only cost me $140 because I got a uh, $41.82 discount on that order. Love it. Absolutely. I'm for real. Love it. Go get it. Buckedup.com. Um, a lot going on on the show, but I, I want to, I want to get your thoughts on this sports argument thing. Um, the Mike, uh, why? Why God? The one word I cannot say meteorological, the Mike Leach meteorological society. Ah, nice dude. Uh, we work as super reputable companies, smart investment, like the lions. Thank you. They're just struggling. They're just struggling. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, buckshots cure hangovers. It's a proven fact. Yeah. I, I know reset. I don't know that I can. Uh, I can't. Uh, you know, personally attest to. You know. You know, um, <laughs> hangovers and stuff. Uh, Cougar Track says the rich get richer at bucked up. What do you mean by that? Bucked up is phenomenal. Do you guys know that bucked up is like a couple of brothers who started their company? Yeah. In, what do you mean? In dude? in Lehigh, Utah, which is south of Salt Lake City. That's a great story. If they're getting rich, hell yes. I love it. Absolutely. Kay Nuren. What's up, Kay Nuren? Good to see you. Chiefs by 19 plus 35 minus 13. Okay. Well, you have fun doing math. We're going to keep doing the show here, okay? OG Gary, put in my order as well. Let's go, OG Gary. Let's go. What did you order? I love it. Um, let's see. The money you save. Yes, the money you save is amazing. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Uh, Aaron Wilson says, hit the like button. Yeah. Let's talk about that real quick. Uh, 7,600 views, 200 likes. Come on. Come on now. Uh, let's update the poll for you on the NFL tonight. Who will win the chiefs by 62% of you voted 181 votes. The chiefs will cover the three and a half. Jake's on that train. Let's go. Jake is on that train. So, hey, 100%. I, I am on the Lions side tonight. Tomorrow, one of us is going to feel really good about it. And one of us is going to feel really bad. 
Uh, Boss Frog broke even. I lost the spread, but I hit the over. Ooh. Okay, okay. That's Let's respectable, go. bro. On the TCU game. Yeah, see, that's respectable. Maury Alvarez, the great Floridian. What's up, Maury? Uh, Jake, I'm here as well. Sorry I was out yesterday. How dare you? How is that even possible? How dare you? Yeah, dude, what are we doing, bro? I mean, you, you're supposed to be, you know. So let me get this right. Maury's got a job. He's got a kid. He's got what? Like kids. Uh, he's got a wife. Like you have no excuses, dude. You can't miss like, what the, the show, hell is that, dude. Come what? on, bro. Like, what are we doing? Hey, what? No smoke. Yeah, dude. Like, I, I'm not here for the soft person tendency stuff. Ain't no reset. Listen, boys, you put those wives down when it's time for the money program. Yeah, dude, dude. I expect y'all to be tuned in before the show. Dude, we had the show put out at 1030 this morning. I'm trying. I'm a totally lot of kidding. you have a, a lot of you have asked for us to post the show earlier so you can comment earlier. Mm -hmm. Which you guys, I really, I really appreciate that. Maury, I'm totally kidding. By the way, I'm I not, do. Uh, oh, look at that. OG Gary did. Boom. OG Gary put in yeah. his order. Let's go. Way to go, OG Gary. Love you, buddy. Appreciate you supporting Bucked Up. Thanks to everybody who supports Bucked Up. Love it. Uh, Mike Smith, uh, you guys should try the new Bucked Up Enemas. Heard it's a hell of a kick. See what so see what he did there. It's a, it's it's a, a hell of a, a kick. It's a, it's a bucked up enema. Right. Hugh you know, Janus. Enema. Right. It's a hell of a kick. Right. You know. Right. Uh, let's see. Aaron Wilson. UT did Mac Brown ugly. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Ooh. And listen, real quick, dude. Mac Brown and UNC can be all pissed about Ooh. their boy not having eligibility. This is some BS, though. The reality of the situation is, is that. All of you, those same people, wanted the window to be earlier in the year so that kids couldn't leave. And now you're pissed off that your guy you're trying to get in can't get eligibility. Because he left on the very last day. <laughs> like, what do you want to do, dude? You guys picked the setup the certain way, and now it's not working for you, and you're pissed about yeah. it. And you want to – so let me get this right with Mac Brown. So let me get this right. You want to choke out the South Carolina coach at midfield – then after that was so awkward, he just grabs him by the neck and turns like it's just weird. It wasn't even a hostile thing. It was just flipping. He awkward. just reaches out for his neck. Like who does that? But then you want to complain to no end. And in and as all the writers said, took a blowtorch to the NCAA. Like yeah, and dude, they did. Like I just get tired of these guys scheming, man. Yeah, they did. I don't disagree. Mike Smith says Jake seems to have quite the support group going here. Yeah. Where's my? We support clear on that. Huh? Where's the Man, they don't lie you. They don't lie you. I mean, we already know they're trying to they're trying to over overturn the name of the show. They want the Jake show. You guys, fat people need love too. Well, okay. You know. I'm glad so that's why I'm like a little girl. That's why I'm glad you're supporting Jake. Yeah. Fat. Uh Jeff Woodward. <laughs> I don't do prize picks, wink wink, Iowa football player said. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Uh Chris says two boxes of shot and two cases of cherry candy. Great she he it and great money with the Monty Twenty discount. Get bucked up. I'm for real, dude. The cherry candy. Mike Maples, who used to watch this show, he never watches anymore. Mike, mm -hmm. yeah, he's kind of a mid. He's he's, he's mid now. Very mid. Got me hooked on the cherry candy, bro. Bros. Okay, OG Gary is DMing me. He just bought a big ass TV and said the show's gonna go hard on this TV. Stay hard. Yeah. So apparently, uh, Gary is now a consumer of the Monty Show. <laughs> On a TV. What size is this? It's an 8K TV. A Neo QLED wow. TV. You went QLED. 75 like inches. That's uh, uh, Is it a fire TV? I don't know. You got to ask him. The one, that's very similar to the one I got. That's very similar to the one Can I got. Can you measure it? Adam P. loved Mac Brown. Uh, uh, he saved the program. 
Well, that's yeah, but true. the whole Tom Herman experience and yeah. uh, Maury Alvarez, our great Floridian. I was planning for hurricane cleanup for this set. Okay, so okay, so no, you know, guys. I, look, I love the show, but don't lie to me. Community service comes Dude, first. Dude, don't try to put yourself on some, you listen, know, high horse. Listen, listen, man. I'm not riding a horse. I'm actually going to be on the ground pulling a wagon. We're doing some. Doesn't make you feel responsible. <laughs> Maury, you're my dude, man. You're awesome, bro. He Love is. you. Salamini, does the cherry candy bucked up taste like Jersey cherry candies? Never had Jersey. Joy-Z. It tastes like I, and I am a huge fan of cherry. I, I, I my yeah. wife, I don't know why. I, I'm not even sure what I did to deserve my wife. Mm-hmm. First of all, I, she's going out of town and I did not know her flight schedule on Sunday. So I booked around to golf. While she has got to go to the airport. <laughs> this guy. Assholeo. So, okay, here's my question for you, though. And, and I think now, this resonates with all the dudes out there. I might not there. play. Yeah, so, like, I, I think this might be a situation where we might have to get a rain check on it. I mean, that's the wife going out of town. Like, yeah. yeah and I, she'll I, never complain about it. Yeah, but that's not the point. She'll never. You and know? our round is at 1.30. So, if we, my guess is we'll work it out so that we can drop her off at the airport a little early. That's what that's what I would guess we would do. Yeah, because she loves to go hang out in the lounges. She gets into the the Amex lounge and the I, I got to think she's flying Delta. Mm. But we'll talk about it. I just feel terrible. Um, Aaron Wilson, I was a fan of old butter teeth. I'm sorry, butter teeth. Old butter teeth. By the way, are you a fan of the uh, Oregon uniforms? Mm. Did you did you did you guys uh, did did you guys see the Oregon uniforms? For this weekend, did crispy. you did crispy? They they really are. Look at the uh, look at the chrome in the background, dude. Look at that helmet. Come on now, look at that helmet. Are you kidding me with that helmet? Are you kidding me with the crispy white? Look at that with the the yeah. You think they're flexing that? So bricked up right now. Yeah, you think they're flexing on that on that Nike vibe right now? You have to, bro. Are you kid? Those uniforms, dude. Come on, that helmet. You guys, that helmet is ridiculous. How do you not love that uniform? Oh my god! And I hate Oregon uniforms. (laughs) Generally, I hate Oregon uniforms. Yeah, I mean, look, everybody has the paint splatter garbage uniform. Like we all get it. Those but are that crispy. Thing is nice. Those are those are crispy. Am I the only one that that? J Rod says yawn. You don't like those, J Rod? Come on, guy. Dude, I love those. Aaron Wilson says Oregon Oregon uniforms look great. They yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, RB says damn Oregon gonna smoke them this weekend. Yeah, duck, duck, dude. duck. Yeah, I know this what time is, it is. And we'll have locks tomorrow, and certainly that game's gonna be one of them. That Aaron Wilson will be at, by the way. Uh, you cannot tell me that this isn't the the most one of the most important games of Joey McGuire's tenure. Hundred percent. This this can't cat. go zero and two, bro. Ooh, have to. OG Gary tinfoil dunce hat like that one uh, conspiracy theorist dude. Infowars.com. I think the helmets fire. I think those Look are at that thing, dude. I think that helmet. How is do you ridiculous. not love that helmet? I don't know. I love it, but you're not wrong. It does look like tinfoil. Uh, is that uniform using board shorts? Um, Could be. Those are some short shorts. 
Football players are get, they're getting into the short, short thing. Yeah, dude, you got to emphasize the quads, man. Come on. Let's go. I bench. Yeah. In, well, that would be squat. Anyway, I'll move on. The carbon footprint with the uh, crumpled aluminum foil background, though. Let me guess. You drive a Tesla, too. Don't get me started. Don't. Wrong show. Adam P., real schools have one uniform. Texas, Alabama, Penn State. The (laughs) Ohio State. The Notre Dame. Our mother. Notre Dame, our mother. We've got some pretty fire unis. Yeah. The stadium series. We've got some. Okay. When it comes to uniforms, though, in college football specifically, it's a philosophical thing. Oregon is a school that's forward-thinking, really aggressive, wants to be on the forefront every week. And then you have other schools, like the commenter said, Texas, Alabama, the you know the Blue Blood schools that never change it, and it's iconic. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Jeff Webworth, KU's new blacks are pretty nice. They yes, are very they nice. Are, Bryce dude. Martin, did you see Tex uniforms for that game? I did. It's got, dude, I love Tech's color scheme. There's so much you can do with red and black. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, James, I got my tickets to Okie State versus Arizona State. Going to Tucson to video Arizona Stadium. Don't. Uh, go back to Tempe and do the ASU. Go Pokes, dude. There's no reason to go to Tucson. There, there's, and I love my guy, no. Jeff Fish. Stay out. Uh-oh. The tile king of Utah. There it is. The tile king of Utah. Well, well, well. Look who decided to show up. How about that? Teddy. Teddy. Buddy. We're here to win tonight. We are here to win tonight, Teddy. Where are you at on this game, Teddy? Travis Kelsey is officially out. Donnie, please. He is officially out. I think my guy, Jarek McKinnon, that's a lock. I think Jarek Gaff. Two touchdowns, that's a lock. I'm a little worried about the Patrick Mahomes one. I'm a little worried about that. Teddy, you better come through. Who you got? Chiefs or Lions? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Aaron Wilson, the biggest OOC game for Tech at home in my lifetime. I think it's seriously. Yeah, no doubt about it. Teddy Wayman, who do you all got tonight? I just got here. I got the Chiefs, dude. I got Detroit. I got the Chiefs. Or excuse me, Detroit. Detroit. I have Detroit tonight. You know, Salamini. I drive a four by four truck. Yeah, and that diesel exhaust. Yeah. Oh. Is it lifted with rock crawling tires and stuff? I'm sure it is. Uh, Bryce says Tech has to make Oregon uh, survive Lubbock at the very least. It, it's got to be. It's got to be because I, I agree with Aaron about it being a huge out of conference game. Yeah, you, and you can't go zero two, man. You can't. You cannot. Jeff Woodworth, the USS uh, Utah helmets were not good. Oh, I loved them. Why do you think they weren't good? I loved them. I absolutely loved him. Uh, let's see. Gumby says, uh, get an In-N-Out burger while in Big Tempe. Now, there's mm. so much better food. Come on, man. In-N-Out's so mid. Am I the only one that's on the mid In-N-Out thing? I, I could go for an a In-N-Out burger once in a while, but their fries suck. Yeah. Like, the drink game sucks. Like, it's just the burger. Yep. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, ASU tickets, $20. ASU beer at stadium, $20. Seriously. It's ridiculous. Sun Devil but Stadium. Hey, I thought they got. Be. I thought they got a stadium deal, and it's uh, you know okay. Mountain America First Credit Field. Technically, scarlet and black. Aaron, dude, bro. Uh, what am I supposed to say? No, to Aaron. Um, Come on. I I I, I cannot. Don't I can't. 
Yeah. They're red and black. Yeah, I, I'm not uttering scarlet. Teddy Wayman, I like those picks. Also, Sky Moore. Sky Moore's good. He ain't even showing my picks. Nobody cares. James, I've personally seen 76 pro in college stadiums. Going to add two more this weekend. Nice. Okay. Okay. That's, not, that's, that's totally fine. I'm with you on that. Um, let's see. Let me show you Jake's prize picks. I'm happy to do that. Uh, get the link in the description below. Jake's prize picks for tonight. Harrison Bucker. You're crazy with this kicker stuff. Why? He's going to have a good night. I think he will. But Jared Gaff, 260 yards or more. Harrison Bucker. Yeah, I buck. No. Uh, seven and a half or more. And Patty I 17 and a half rushing yards more. Yeah. I think all three of those. Jared Goff will get to 260. The other two. Bucker will get there, dude. I think that's going to be tough. going to be tough. Uh, Maury Alvarez, BYU's black and Navy unis with the Cougar helmet is totally yes. fire. Yeah, it is. The, yes. the Navy Cougar guy. Yes. Yeah, come on now. Come on now. Um, let's. What are you guys arguing about? <laughs> the Mike Leach Weather Society. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, all my Central Texas people know P. Terry's is the creme de la creme of fast food burgers. Chef's kiss. I would smash a burger right now. Yeah, Honestly, so would I. I would. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I, I've been going out of town and it eating. It just wrecks everything. It wrecks everything. I'm so hungry. Pull, pull, pull. Best burger, four choices. Oh, geez. Do it. Do it. Now you guys are requesting pull. Okay, so option number one is five guys, obviously. Right. Start a poll. You guys. All right. Who has has the best burger? All right. Um five guys. Uh in and out. Mm-hmm. Wendy's. No, Wendy's. You gotta give people options even if they're dumb options. Fuck out of here. Like Jake's. Um, that was too much. Who else? Stay hard. Uh, five guys in and out. Wendy's. Um, Whataburger. Whataburger definitely should be on there. Yep. We and that's it. You get four. So there you go. Start the poll, and it is begun. Hundred votes to go. Let's see where where you guys go on that. Uh, I also, you know, we should have done a poll on Pat McAfee today. Did you guys see that Pat McAfee uh, officially went to ESPN today, and it was it was. It was the same show, but there was no cursing in the first two hours. He did not drop an F-bomb. Mm-hmm. Where, where are you at on Pat on ESPN? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought the disclaimer to open the show was really funny. Like, I thought they did a good job kind of playing that game. But I, I also, you know, I, I felt like, yeah, Pat can't be Pat on ESPN. And, yes, the show is good. Yes, he gets a ton of help because he's at ESPN and they can give him all these personalities, excluding Aaron Rodgers, because he's at Aaron Rodgers. That's all him. He deserves all the credit for that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, as I've always said about Pat's show, it's a good show. There's no doubt. It's a good show. It has traction. I, I, I'm not saying it doesn't, but I think that there are a lot of times on his show where it lacks substance. There are a lot of times where it feels like five to eight people sitting around a table talking about random stuff. And and I think that's tough because 
when when you go on ESPN, I, I think there's a certain expectation that, hey, you're going to get that sort of edge that ESPN kind of brings, that professionalism. And sometimes that's not what Pat does. Now, that's not to say that, again, that Pat's doing a bad job. I don't think he is. I think it's just style and product. And that's the balance I think ESPN's playing with. Now, that said, I think it was highly successful. The introduction, I the rollout, agree. they did a really good job with it. So I, I, I think that he's fine. But... I think long-term, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's the same show when it's on ESPN that it is when it was on YouTube. Did Pat McAfee sell out? I don't think I, so. I, I, I think that's strong. I think that's very strong. I, I, was, I was happy that he still had a tank top on. Uh, if you didn't see the show, they changed A.J. Hawk's technical setup, so that was a cluster... But Darius Butler was a guest in studio. Their first guest was Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Peyton Manning was on. Adam Schefter was on. Like they had a really good, they had a really good show. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they had. I think their peak views were ninety-one thousand peak viewers at one time. Mm -hmm. um, you expect that from from Pat's show. I thought it was good. I think the the issue is going to be at what point does Pat get over as the face of sports talk in this country? Because I think that's who Pat McAfee is. And maybe I'm giving him too much credit and maybe I'm, uh, you know, I, I admittedly am a, a Pat McAfee fan. I like his show. But I think it's one of those things that we really, we are slow to admit how good things are when we have them. And I think Pat McAfee is very good. And I think he is the face of sports talk in this country. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I, I think his age has a lot to do with that. I, I think the platform that he has built on YouTube has a big part to do with that. Uh, and I think relatability, you know, I think Pat does a great job of being relatable to a wide ranging audience. I mean, that's his ability, but I still maintain. I would agree. Every show has its pros and cons, as does ours, right? I mean, I'm again, I'm not sitting here saying... Right, like, I'm a pro and you're a con. Right, yeah. yeah I get Waves it. and opposition. Right, we understand. But the point is, is that Pat's show, I just... I don't know. I have a certain burnout factor with it. I like it. I love the fact that he gets all these personalities and he, the way he interviews and how they have those conversations is unique. And you get things out of Aaron Rodgers on Pat's show that you wouldn't get on Dan Patrick's show, that you wouldn't get on Jim Rome's show. But on Pat's show, it's more casual, so guys talk more casually, and typically you get more out of them. So that's why I say it's a it's a give and take. But there's it no is. questioning today was successful for Pat McAfee's show, and I don't really understand why everyone, not everyone, but there's a contingent that hates on Pat, which I don't understand. I get if he's not for you. I understand that. Yeah. But he does a good show. And I think the, the, the portion about is he the face of sports talk, dude, the face of sports talk is defined by who you like and don't like. I, I would tell you right now, yeah, he's probably the face of sports talk. He's young. He's got that energy. He's got a unique setup. Like, he talks about the things you want to talk about. He's an ex-NFL player, so there's a relatability to football there, which ultimately is what matters. Uh, I do think at some point he will get exposed on ESPN for not knowing what the hell he's talking about with baseball or basketball because uh, that's routine on his show, Yeah, but in my I, opinion, I, I but... also think that's who he is, though. I mean, if he's going to make that, don't you expect him to make that mistake? 
I mean, I, I do to a certain extent. Well, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, he's on ESPN. He should. He's going to make a mistake. I'm not. Uh, you're on ESPN. You can't afford to do that. No, I, I I get that, but he's also got other guys around him who know those sports. I mean, that that is who Pat is, though. That is who he's been, and I just, you know, I don't know. Uh, all right, let's get your thoughts in here. Conference Commissioner Gumby says fart noises are greater than five guys. Let's update you on the poll. 86 votes. It is a dead heat between five guys and in and out. Thank you. Wendy's is dead last. Yeah. Whataburger is third at 22. Yeah. 14 votes to go. You know. OG Gary, like I said before and got ostracized for, Pat is not the same anymore. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? See, I need you to explain that. What does that mean? Uh, Kyle A., how was the father-in-law, Monty? Didn't say two flipping words to him, thankfully. (laughs) Didn't have to. I didn't even know he was there until someone pointed it out. You know how my father-in-law is doing? My my mother-in-law's new husband, he's old. He's old. Mike Smith, Wendy's is probably the only choice out there that is nationwide in, in smaller venues compared to the others. in and out is a West Coast brand. Whataburger is Central and West Coast. Five Guys is pretty national. Yeah. Right? I, I would think so. Uh, Adam P., in and out needs to go back to California. Big disappointment in Texas. I've heard that a lot. Uh, Mike Leach, Weather Society. You guys are forcing me to vote in and out on these other subpar choices. <laughs> James says David Pollock is way better on football than either McAfee or Kimes. I'm not against Mina because she's a woman. I just want David Pollock instead. He is a true expert on football. But Mina Kimes does the NFL. She does not do college football generally. Yeah, and I think the thing for David Pollock that nobody wants to talk about is he's not the personality that Pat is. That's the thing. He might be better at X's and O's football, yeah. But the the point of a show is not to be expert X's and O's guy, even yeah. though I think that's super valuable on a show. The point is to entertain. And yeah, Pat totally does that agree. better than most. Yep. Uh J Rod says Pat is neutered on ESPN. Mm, I wouldn't agree with that. I don't think he's neutered. I uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta play the game and you gotta kind of, you know And they ran that show in tape delay today and he didn't say one F bomb. And then the third hour's on YouTube alone. Conference Commissioner Gumby, Wendy's got Frosties and baked potatoes. Yes, they do. Potatoes. Uh, OG, Gary, I won't fault for bag chasing, and inevitably all things change, and that's ultimately the point. So, guess we accept it and move on. Yeah, I guess you do. Cougar Tracks, Wendy's baked potatoes and chili are good. Yes, they are. Tanner, so funny story, OG, Gary. 96 was the last time and only time BYU made a New Year's Six game. Haven't been to one since. I was born in 96, and my uncle is convinced that I'm the reason BYU hasn't made it back (coughs) because my birth jinxed them. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Mike Smith, Hawk chain smoked those things on YouTube. Cigars? Yeah, I did not see him smoking a cigar in hour number two. A.J. Hawk is not on an hour number one. He's on an hour two and three. Did we watch hour number three? I don't think so. Yeah, we only watched the first two hours. I didn't see him smoke one on ESPN. That's interesting. Maury Alvarez, if his <coughs> content, if his content and how he delivers changes outside of language, I would say yes. I think he already is the face of sports talk. McAfee is trash. I listen to Rome and Monty. Okay. Why do you think he's trash? YouTube user. <laughs> Salty virgin peanuts. If Pat is the face of sports talk, what part of the body is Monty? Oh, please. Stop. Don't even lead that conversation. Do you believe? Han, uh, I'm, I'm 
in and out is impossible on the East Coast, so the rarity makes it for me. Well, there's something on that. Yep. Uh, Pat also has the huge wrestling fan following. Absolutely, he does. Tupac liked Wendy's. Okay. 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 Right, but Buddy's not here, so what do you like? Hawkeye fan in Indy. Pat bought a Methodist church, and I see him out by himself doing the yard work in Indy. He also came up with uh, broad ripple swim team t-shirts. We in Indy have great respect for him, as you should. There's no doubt he's a a good dude. He's a bro. There's no doubt about it. J-Rod, Wendy's Jr. Bacon Cheeseburger is God tier. Better than Burger uh, Burger King Stackers. Mm. It's tough. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, Five Guys is low-cash Wendy's. Stop. First of all, Five Guys is way overpriced, but their food is freaking good. Uh, James says, I watched Pat McAfee during the week. On the weekend, I want to hear David Pollock's expert analysis. Pollock proved that he knew what he was talking about, but ESPN cut him anyways. Yeah? Well, it might have been that awkward exchange with Nick Saban he had, you know. Yeah. Uh, I thought the show was good, plus the third hour is all swear words. <laughs> that, that it was. I agree. Aaron Wilson, Jakey Tuholes, the face of sports talk. Trying. James, I live in Texas, so I chose Whataburger. Okay. 102 votes. Look at that. Five guys just pulled ahead. 38, 33, 20 for Whataburger, nine for Wendy's. So 38, five guys, 33 in and out. Come through. Come through. Let's go. My men. Way to go. Five guys is the winner. Get it done. Five guys is the winner. I like it. Uh, Cougar tracks. There's a two pack, a four pack, a six pack, but no 12 pack. Okay. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, strip club steak is good. <laughs> Filet of fish. Okay. Uh, Mike Smith wouldn't would not like In and Out if it's anything like White Castle. No, In and Out's way better. Dude, than White Castle. Castle. Dude, we were in Scottsdale when they rolled out the first White Castle there, uh, right off the 101 in Gila Bend. Yes. Dude, that thing was printing, and admittedly, yes, it, was. it was not good on the bowels, but man, it was good. My oh, God. There's no doubt, friends, that White Castle once a year has value. You do it twice a year and your butthole's falling. Like it is it is not good. Tanner, oh yeah, bucket of bullets. How he how's he holding up? He's old. Uh, he's aged since the last time I seen him, man. Wow, Mike <laughs> flipping maples. Well, well, well. Look who decided to show up. Mike, I was saying earlier that you are a dastardly figure for getting me hooked on bucked up cherry candy flavor. That's right, T. I love that stuff now, and it's your fault. What knowledge does Pat need? Cow Turf the other day made a comment the other day about Dwayne Haskins still being alive and playing. I saw Okay, but here's the deal with that. Here's the deal with that. Cow Turd pre-scripts all his shows. Cow Turd! Right, so Cow Turd is doing a show where it's like, okay, today's Monday, Here's the 18 different topics, buddy, the producer came up with that we're just going to roll through because we have TV support. Pat is doing a different show than that. Yes. Pat is doing a, hey, here is our here is our core, you know, five, six things we're talking about today in one form or fashion. And we're going to start here and let's just see where the show goes. So when Pat inevitably gets on, hey, who's the best player in the NBA? Hey, uh, did you guys see... Kevin Durant last night putting up 50 in Phoenix, and then what's the talking point? Like, Pat, every host has their strengths and weaknesses, right? So 
Pat's an NFL guy. He is gas on the NFL. Can talk to any NFL player he wants. Is probably the best in the game at NFL. Yes, That's I who agree. Pat is. Yes. But I'm not here to listen to Pat talk about baseball. Uh, uh, his, the NBA stuff, World Cup. his NBA stuff is rough. His NBA stuff is rough. Like, really rough. And, and I think that I think that the the thing for me with Pat, I'm not saying the guy's got to be perfect or polished on everything. But there's a bar. There's a standard as a host that you have to reach. You have to be able to at least sound like you know what you're talking God about. Damn, is that Maria Taylor? Yes, it is, and she has changed a lot. Yes, she has. I don't know. Gross. I, I don't know what this outfit is she's wearing. She's wearing a a, a suit, uh, a suit, but she's got shorts on. I I'm not mad. I am not mad. Teddy Wayman, Pat dropped an f bomb an hour or two. It was hilarious. Uh, Patrick says, I can't believe you left out the habit, dude. The impossible burger at habit. <sighs> so gas. Matt Ritson, what happened to smash burger? Eh, I like smash burger occasionally. Uh, Aaron Wilson, five guys is so much better than Wendy's. Not even in the same yeah. conversation. Jaron or, uh, Jackson Graham. I agree. The options are whack. None of these are top five. Five guys is top five. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Adam. P- Whoa. Comment. dump. James, Pat is the face. Monty is the brains. Monty has been 100% right on each and every step of conference realignment. Thank you. <clears throat> Appreciate that. Adam P., Jim Rome is the goat, and Monty is right behind him. Appreciate that. Learned a lot Jim from Rome, Jim Rome. Jim Rome, I would say, is one of the best radio guys that there's been. I mean, again. He is, he is a very limited taste. Mm-hmm. You, I can listen to Jim for an hour every day. There are a lot of times, though, where he puts on Kevy, the writer, and I'm like, what are we doing? Yep. Or John, the horse veterinarian, what are we doing? He puts on guys to just put on guys, and I can't do it. The meaningless interview that you never get on Pat McAfee's show. The, just the, the, it drives me crazy. Jim's a very... He is not for everybody. He's tried television. He was on the NFL on CBS. It just didn't work. So, Jim, I think his wheelhouse is very much, hey, what's your take today? Mm -hmm. And he's very good at it. Very good at it. So, uh, OG Gary says, legend has it that Jim is still burning. Jim Rome is is burning. He's a good dude. I learned a ton from him. Boss Frog, does the app also have the last four games versus the Frogs? The app. What do you mean? I'm lost. I'm 100% lost. Adam P. Jim Rome is the goat. Monty is right behind him. Yes. Yes. Is she hot? Joy Taylor looks good tonight. The guys look good Maria tonight. Taylor. Too. Maria Taylor looks good tonight. The guys look good, too, in their suits. <clears throat> Matthew Farmer. That's why I don't listen to him, because I don't like the NFL. Well, there you go. Uh, Victor Roca. Fight on. Uh, overpriced food, five guys. It is expensive. Victor's the way. It is, yes. It is very expensive. Very, very expensive. Teddy Wayman, five guys is the best by far out of those options. I would agree with that, 100%. Uh, Patrick says, Jim Rome's angry softball guy rant will always be the best. Yes, it is. Um, Jim Rome lost me when he belittled his guests. You mean Jim Everett, the quarterback? Is that what you're going back to? You know that was pre-scripted in Jim Everett? Lost his mind during it. That's what that was about. Uh, J-Rod, Rome equals fine. Uh, Bob Kemp was no filter. 
Bob Kemp. I have before not my heard time, the man. name. You remember Bob Kemp in Phoenix? Oh, I do. Yeah, I know who he is. He's Dude. just before my time. Man. Mike Maples, uh, hey, I'm just going to say you're welcome for the cherry candy discovery. I would have uh, had Crownburger top tier. Oh, Crownburger's mm-hmm. there, dude. Uh, Big 12 Utes, Rome, Rich, and Greeny are still better than Pat. Pat is great, though. But see, that to me is a style thing. It, so if you're if you're the guy that's saying, hey, Jim Rome, Rich Eisen, and Greeny are better, I think that you're you're that guy, and again, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just saying you're the guy that likes that more traditional sort of, you know, playing the quarters radio, and that's fine. Um, but I'm telling you, Pat McAfee reaches people that those guys can't because he's on YouTube and they're on terrestrial. Well, I'm just not a Rich Eisen fan. No, uh, that show is so slow. It's why I can only watch Feinbaum once a week because Paul Feinbaum's show is so slow. Yeah. But what do you get on Feinbaum? Gary Sankey. You get big name SEC coaches. You get, but it's so slow. It's old guy radio and it's tough, dude. It's tough. OG Gary, Mina is mad cute. All right, let me ask the asshole in the room question. (laughs) Is it wrong that we do that? Is it wrong that I was just like, whoa, Maria Taylor? Because I only did that because Maria Taylor is strikingly beautiful tonight. Okay, so. This is the problem with this conversation. Women are put in a position where they have to be provocative to have value in the industry. There's no doubt about that, right? Like, on a certain level, we see this all the time. It was the whole Aaron Andrews thing all, all those days ago, right? It, like, we see that portion, and it's wrong. It, it shouldn't wrong. be that way because Aaron Andrews, Maria Taylor, Mina Kimes, uh, Doris Burke, right? Like, uh, hell, on our show, Holly Rowe gets flack constantly, but they all are very talented women in the sports industry. And they we are need all them. very talented people. Yeah. Broadcasters. Yes. Yes. I think sometimes, I think sometimes, well, no, I, that's not true. Uh, all we do as men is sexualize women. Yeah. In sports. We judge women's value, not on their sports narrative, but on their looks. Mina Kimes today should have been congratulated. She's making $1.7 million talking sports at ESPN. And what did anybody on Twitter want to talk about? She looks like this. She looks like that. She has this. She has that. Her hair, her chest, her ass, her legs. Honestly, I've never thought about Mina Kimes that way. I don't, if we're being really honest, I don't know that I can remember a time where Mina Kimes was on television and I was watching. Now, Maria Taylor, yeah, because she was on the NBA and she's on Sunday Night Football in NFL. She's damn good at what she does. I don't... Mina Kimes just isn't on my radar because I haven't been exposed to her content that much. But on Twitter today, you'd have thought all she was was like a swimsuit model or something. And she's not. She's a sports broadcast professional. Yeah, you'd have thought she's Paige Peronic. That's what you'd have thought. Yeah. Bryce Martin says, Joy Taylor is my dream girl. Yeah. Uh, Kyle A., Bill Riley always seems to get frustrated with his listeners. Kind of gets annoying. I don't mind Bill Riley. I never listened to Bill Riley. Local radio in... It's inevitable that it comes up. <laughs> Local radio in Utah is terrible. Yeah. It's slow. It's not informed... It's slow, unimaginative, and not intentional. 
and not entertaining. Yeah. You know. Uh, Beringer, Rich Eisen and Greeny are Jets fans. Hoorah. Okay. I like it. J-Rod, I remember when Joy filled in for Cow Turd with Alex Curry, and it was completely eye candy, not complaining. There you go. Uh, Mike Smith, Eisen on Roku now. No, he's still on national TV, isn't he? Yeah, he uh... – where is he? See, this is the problem. This is my point. Where, where, where do, you, where do you get Rich Eisen's show? Well, that, that could be it too, Mister Preston. Look at you, Mister Preston. Hey, I like the locals. That's why I listen to the Casuals. I just am not a local. YouTube and his collection of shows are on Roku. You can go back and get all okay. his shows from several years ago. There you go. Bryce Martin, uh, plus Feinbaum literally has screaming Alabama fans on all the time. I don't want to hear it. Have Twitter for that. Man, dude, it gets old. Seriously. Um, Jackson Graham, have you all eaten burgers at Checkers? Stop, Jackson. I'm fat. Checkers is so good from my Chicago days. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Conference Commissioner Gumby, so she's taking us to five guys? Let's go. (laughs) Hey, man. Dresses are are so hot. Hi, their asses are about the show. I'm sure that's why they want the, uh, what they want, but their bosses to tell them to do. Kyle A says, I don't know about all that. Yeah, that's that's a rough take, dude. You know, I, I don't know about that. Uh, MH5, so wait, who's the eye candy on the Monty show? New poll. You are not. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Mike Maples, I've always enjoyed Rachel Nichols' NBA takes, but she is too bad but it's too bad the Maria Taylor thing played out in public. Yes, it is. Yep. Jackson Graham, I just got tires from Big O Tires. Let's go. Let's go, baby. What'd you get? What'd you get? Yeah, what kind of tires did you I'm get, about to get? I'm about to get tires, and it's going to be like $1,000. Uh, James Knight, the third hour of this program can be turbulent, too. Oh, I'm sure it can. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gummy, new poll. Who is the eye candy on the Monty Showgram? Monty or Two Holes? No, I'm not falling into That's no. the untrained no. eye. No. Uh, when is the last time the media put an ugly girl on air? Ooh. The reaction to non-beautiful sports girls is impossible. It, Dude. But that's what I mean. Our, our culture and society has made it a, a requirement. Like, like y- you're not even getting a, a look if you're not, you know, uh, this, this six-foot you know, supermodel looking woman. Like it's wild to me. Like, and then we have dudes out here sporting these just awful beards and like looking completely unprofessional. And, and I think in this, again, this is the Pat thing. Pat can do what he does because it's his show, right? Because he's the one that grew it. He's not trying to work for someone and fit into a culture. It's literally his show. So he can roll up with a tank top. He can roll up from vacation looking like a lobster because he's so sunburned. Right? Like, you think we didn't see that? Yeah. Like, we saw you roll up really sunburned. Like, <coughs> like Pat Excuse can me. get away with that type of stuff because it's a different medium. But in TV, I, I really hate the idea that, like, how many, how many, how many people don't get a chance because they don't, they, they don't look good. They're either, they're this well, or Well, let's that be brutally, or, how many fat people haven't been put on TV because yeah. they're fat? Yeah, dude. How many, how many women haven't been put on TV because their, their weight is judged and their age is judged? But yet we get old man in the sea doing TV all the time. That happens routinely in this country, if we're being honest. Mike C. Rodriguez had to show them a clip of the Monty show at the Bucked Up at Station Park to get the discount. Cherry candy pre-workout is life-changing. 
So if you go into a bucked up store, you get a free can of energy drink. The 20% discount at buckedup.com is to cover your shipping cost. That's basically what they're doing for you. So in the store, you won't get 20% unless you're Mike Rodriguez from The Monty Show and you're famous. I'm going to do that. You know. <laughs> Good job, Mike. I appreciate it. Cherry candy pre-workout is life-changing. Yeah. It's cherry candy anything. Uh, Corey Erickson, Bill Riley is good as game as a game caller. Don't listen to local sports radio except Monty Show local because we happen to be in the same state. Well, there you go. I appreciate that. Lee Jensen, low-key B-dub burgers are good. We've actually never had a burger at B-dubs. Nah. All drums. I'm too busy eating nachos and chicken wings. All drums. I said, never mind. You guys see what I have to deal with here? Uh, Aaron Wilson, they're so good. Biggest burger patties, handmade fresh. Nothing like big patties. Mr. Preston, when I said locals, I was talking about you guys. Oh, I appreciate that, Mr. Preston. We, I got to get tires done, dude. Tires are so stupid expensive. Kyle A., Las Vegas has one sports talk radio, and it has so, so static it's hard to listen to. That's You need Kofeld and company, dude. That's my guy. Yeah. That's my guy. Kofeld is amazing. Love that, dude. Maury Alvarez, Mrs. Monty is the eye candy, but it's so sweet we can only get it at once in a while. That's very true. She's big time. Uh, Jackson Graham, Firestone Weather Grips. Okay. Nice, dude. I like it. I like it a lot. Jay Remy, Dallas on the sign behind you is the biggest eye candy. Lubbock would be better if it wasn't flat. Tarrant County. Tarrant County. Holly Rowe is no eye candy, not trying to be mean, Kyle A says. Okay. Uh, time to put money on TV, Conference Commissioner Gumby says. Speak it into existence. Let's go. Speak Facts. It, speak it into existence. Make it happen. Uh, Tony, Lee Corso should invite his wife to do game day with him on ESPN. I don't know how much longer Lee Corso has left. How about Chris Mortensen retiring? Yeah. Done. Crazy. Uh, remember the song Everybody Dance Now, CNC Music Factory? The girl in the video isn't the one who is singing they used a model to lip sync. Well, there you go. That tells you, you know. Uh, you can totally tell when a female sportscaster is there for other reasons than good sports takes. Thank God for Holly Rowe, MH5 says. Holly Rowe's very good at her job. And Mapes, as good as hosts and anchors look on TV, their DUI mug shots are some of the worst. Oh, man. Mapes, take it easy. OG Gary, you need to talk uh, to Bucked Up about uh, Station Park. Uh, they habitually don't know who y'all are and don't give them free items like you mentioned. That store sucks. Really? Well, we'll, we'll have to okay. talk to okay. the... Uh, it's getting real. We'll have to talk to the CEO about this that. should happen. Uh, I can't stand sports-based thirst traps on Twitter that have 5K followers but know nothing about sports. Just look cute in college gear. Teddy Wayman. Okay, how do I block people? We all know flats are the best, Monty. Facts. Teddy, why? There's only 13 minutes left. Why would you say such a hurtful thing? Uh, Salamini, don't mind my delusional takes today. Are you being delusional? Uh, Damien, what's up, Damien? Good to see you. It's all about attraction. It happens in dating, entertainment, etc. I see nothing wrong with that. It's unfortunate if you are on the other end. That's again. Well, <clears throat> I think... And I don't want to be, I'm not trying to throw gas on the fire. Uh, if it was just sports, but I think it's everything. I think it's politics. I think it's 
The office. It's the receptionist. The intern in the White House. I mean, if, if you look at the as men, you guys don't want to hear this. I'm just not going to say it. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. You don't want. You don't care what I think. Uh, Big Twelve Utes. I have a topic for you guys. What is your line with uh, shit talk, rivalry talk in fan bases? What do you mean? What does that mean? How, how far is too far? Is that what you're asking? Like, I don't know. It's situational. If that's what you're asking, but I, I can rephrase the question in a more straightforward way. Like, what what exactly do you mean, Maury? Dude, what are you doing? I am with Teddy. Flats along with the Bacavo are the best. Yeah, dude. I've, we, we've been over this. Bacavo. We've been over this. Juicy. Like, come on, dude. We've been over this. You ought to know you bought it. You did. Ron Nolan. I lost it for Rome. He was on the radio. I was in my truck just outside my kid's school. He went on a graphic story of his grandmother having herpes the principal happened to walk by i had slapping in to do splaining to do oh no his grandmother had herpes it's i don't know that you are remembering that right my man i've never heard him say that and i've been listening a long time i love uh corso he's a legend on game day but it's time to go hang it up and retire i think you're right about that yeah uh we're getting dangerously close to bill clinton monica talk let's stop now Exactly. OG Gary, pull it. Okay, but you, we can't, we can't. Um, I think I've hit it every time. Pulling it on YouTube, I think, is a felony. Uh, you got to get stroked. There's absolutely double standard. You have Mina, who is really good at her job and good takes, but also has to be cute or attractive. And you can have a buddy roll up in a black tank top. Yeah, and people you have, can have buddy with that. roll up in a black you tank can top. Have, you, a lot of people have issue with that with Pat. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. It, it, the double standard is amazing. The double standard is absolutely amazing. All right, before we get out of here and I get myself in trouble, um, do, you guys, do you guys vape, bro? I, I detest vaping. Uh-huh. I am no fan of the vape. Now, my mother-in-law vapes. My brother-in-law vapes. Um, I like the, vaping is a thing, mm -hmm. but as men, did you guys know that vaping shrinks your balls literally and, and limits the amount of swimmers that you put out? So it's bad for male fertility. Do you vape? Do you even vape, bro? I, I don't know how we thought I don't know how we thought that vaping was not bad for you. Somehow we got sold a bill of goods. Now, I've never been a smoker. I've occasionally, like 30 years ago, dabbled in the cigar game. But I never would have ever vaped. And I don't know how people thought, oh, vaping's fine. And how we let our kids vape. And how we let our kids get into... What are they called? Atomizers or whatever. These different tubes and mm -hmm. pens. And it's so bad for you. And now we're finding out that it quite literally shrinks your balls, which is terrible. OG Gary, people still vape? Yes, they do. But you remember the bill of goods you got sold, right? Hey, vaping is better than smoking. 
That's where vaping came from. Hey, vape, vape, vape. You don't get the tobacco. The safer alternative. You're not going to get cancer, even though you are. Uh, you're, you know, you still get your nicotine. You're fine. I think it is a scam. Yeah. I think it's completely a, a scam, and I think it's one of those things where there is no way that it could be safe. There is no way it could be safe. I don't think there's any way or how it could be safe. Yeah. Uh, Maury Alvarez, if you pull it on YouTube, the show may get demonetized. See? Can't pull it on YouTube. Okay, that's enough. Stop, please. Oh, did you mean put up a poll that people... Oh, dude. My bad. My bad. <coughs> I'm a child. <coughs> yes, I'm a child. Tony L says, I detect cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, Beringer, sometimes a cigar, it's just not a cigar. Well, hey, a cigar. Yeah. It's a swisher sweet. Nope here, Matt Ritson says. James Knight, Monty is teaching us hypocrisy 101, people. Why am I teaching you? Yeah, how's that? How how's that work, dude? MH5, I smoke cigars like a man, Monty. <laughs> okay. Main event, never. Uh, Big 12 Utes, I chew pouches. Is that bad? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it is, man. I know somebody who is replacing cigarettes with pouches and trying to replace alcohol with pouches, and it's not working. Yeah. Uh, mm, mm. It's no replacement, dude. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Wilson says, that's a stroke. Hey. Uh, OG Gary, so they shrink your balls and don't give you 80 pounds of muscle? Bad idea. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. Lee Jensen, vape has gone too far. I have people vape inside of my work and I hate it. I'm the only one that doesn't and they blow it in my face. Vape is lame. Go jazz. Vape is lame. I'm with you, dude. Matt Ritson, vape worse than cigarette smoke, uh, smoking cigarettes. I don't know. I don't want either one. We breathe in enough garbage, just in air pollution. I don't need to add anything. Truth. Truth. Uh, Maury Alvarez. Last year we had kids in our fifth grade class that brought in a vape and would smoke in the bathroom. It's terrible, dude. Oh, Teddy Wayman, vape? Nah, I stick to cigarettes, even though smoking is terrible in general. <laughs> hey, at least you own it. Mr. Preston, no vape here. Give me the bottle. Here you go. Well, Aaron Wilson, I vape hard as hell. Do you really? Dude, it's so bad for you. Lee Jensen, I hear vaping is a massive problem for kids in school. Apparently yeah. it is. Apparently it is. Beringer. Uh... Mothers today are too busy shopping and driving their SUVs to yoga. Mm-hmm. Aaron Wilson, my balls are too big anyway. <laughs> Aaron. No, I'm not doing it. Pull flats versus drums unless you're afraid. We all know how that. I, they, let's yeah, not waste time. Flats are better, dude. Drums would win in, a, in running no, away. No, they would not. Aaron Wilson, kids vaping is horrible. It is. It is. It's terrible. Uh, well, that explains a lot. Just kidding. Never spoke to my life. <laughs> Hey, man. Guys, 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 guys. Well, wait. My balls are tiny, and I've never <laughs> Just kidding. Never smoked in my life, but I'm uh, of the age group that they target, and it's wild. Drew Money, Big League Chew got kids thinking chewing was cool, too. Oh, big League Chew. I was a in the pouches. user of Big League Chew. MH5, popcorn lung. Look it up. Oh, it's so bad. My vocal performance professor made me stop smoking cigarettes, so I vape now instead. Looking forward to my small balls. I hope my voice gets higher. Uh, Matt Ritson, vape used in Mideast. Is it really? Okay. Okay. All right. I'm with you on that. The Monty Show is always presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. 
best injury attorneys in the business, the advocates. Remember, you never reach into your pocket to pay the advocates. In fact, you never pay the advocates. They pay you. You don't pay the advocates unless and until they win your case, and it's never out of pocket. You can chat with an injury attorney online right now for free. Theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Go Lions. Patty Ice under 286 and a half. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.